if I die tomorrow, I hope you hear these words. I ain't here to flip no birds or sit no serve. Hope the future generations can get this urge. Stay woke, youngin', and avenge these nerds. Uh. It's Tuesday night fight night. Here's your boy Sebastian. Who's fighting? Flex. Yeah. Flex. <laughs> Certainly not me. Certainly not me. It's your boy Law. But Tone is about to come, so we can't do all that right now. So comes in with the Stone Coast Steve Austin uh glass break. Here you go. I, I ah man, is I everyone coming fight. in with the stone? That's like yo, listen, you need, no, he more, comes in NWO. you need more intros. You need more intros, sir. But how is everyone's weekend? What did everyone get up to? What did everyone uh, get into? A Spider-Man <laughs> and Listen. laundry. And I got a new washing machine on, on my other pod. Yeah. Hey, there you go. There yeah. you go. Listen, I feel like you know you've made adulthood when like stuff like getting new a laundry machine, like a new washing machine excites you. Yeah. Like getting new appliances now. I'm just like so excited. Yes. Like well, I think this new coffee maker. Oh my god, I love it. I got the ninja the air fryer. Like Oh yeah, I when, mean, you, when you get so when you crazy. went from being excited for toys to like appliances, not like oh I got the new ninja coffee maker, ice cream maker, Screaming. slash combo air fryer. Screaming I just got like I just got a little shelving system to better organize my downstairs of my like little desktop setup and clean up my desk a lot. And I'm loving it. There you go. Hey, what's going on? You go. So for those who are counting, we are sorry that we were not on last week. Just took a little break. We took a break. Just we are a, back now. Quick one. With some we're great fine. content. Yeah, we're all good. We sometimes you need that break because when you're going nonstop, nonstop, it's just you need that break. But um, Tone's still not here. Should we do announcements? I mean, we could do announcements without Tone. So Vic, yeah, he'll just come in announcements we, and just we, like we, we need we need Tone for spoilers. Yeah, we need we, Tone for we, spoilers. Tone has one very specific job that not many other people could do. Val has done them, but Val has very different spoiler warnings. And that's for that's usually for our Game of Thrones House of Dragon stuff. Well, before we get into spoiler warnings, I got into bootleg Lego, so um, you can't see it right here, but yes, uh, it's the Ecto-1 bootleg Legos. It's from Mold King, um, because everybody's doing Teemo, and I decided, like, you know what? I want a free Lego set, so there we go. I had a free Ecto-1 to build on Pong Wait, Show, so... How'd you get it for free? Is the question... Um, I just purchased a bunch of towels for my car and a duster for the car, and it was just like, oh, okay, this shit is cheap. Got got everything for like thirty bucks, and then they're like, I, yeah, you could pick two free items. So I picked the 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 the, the bootleg Legos, and uh, so I got a Batmobile and an Echo One. Okay. I I don't know. I don't even. I don't think I would ever to buy Legos on Timu, and it's not even Lego. It's what is it called? Wild what? Hey, listen, I, I, I'm i I'm Legoing on a budget. <laughs> Wild what? What is it called? <laughs> I love that. I was just like, yo, give me the answers, fam. <laughs> I didn't and get still into, no answer. Okay, I, I didn't get into much of anything this weekend uh, other than Spider-Verse, uh, doing my Twitch stream on Sunday. I've been playing lots of uh, the Stanley Parable, which has been so much fun. Um, and then I spent some time at my tattoo shop on saturday after having some coffee with an old co-worker and i nice. saw spider i saw spider verse at like 11 o'clock at night i didn't get home till like 3 30 in the morning because yo yeah. mta was just like not going your way so cool cool that's cool. It. that's a new slogan and you want to know um, a, you know this is a great slogan 
But I was going to say, because you're gaming, we can catch you gaming every time. I, I am gaming. I'm doing... On Sundays, I'm doing uh, Stanley Powerball uh, Ultra Deluxe. Uh, I think I'm going to do one more Sunday stream of it and then uh, get into Super Liminal the following Sunday. Uh, actually, that's a lie. This Sunday and then the next two Sundays, I'm free because <laughs> I'll be traveling. Um, but yeah, so we're doing um, Stanley Powerball and then Super Liminal. And then for Thursdays, we're still trying to figure out how to get to uh, the end of Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought I only had like a few chapters left. And then Hugo was like, yo, bro, you got like six chapters left. I was like, yo, what? Oh, you're like, not done yet. So, so you know when you're like anticipating, like, all right, this should be the ending. Like I'm starting to get like whatever. And then it's just like, nah, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna. I think I'm, gonna I'm still end. in the beginning. I, I I just got to with the ex-girlfriend and the little girl was leading me down into the um basement okay and yeah oh, you early I'm, on i'm super early Bro, on. i think i'm on hogwarts took over and then i never I think, went back to it i think recently. i went to like chapter 14 it's really good like i genuinely enjoy it and i enjoyed it way more than i thought i would i'm on chapter zero val what's going on in tv land uh so catch us every saturday at 6 p.m eastern standard time on youtube uh last week we had a great discussion about um dating with intent the road rules of dating and things of that nature um so if you didn't watch you can definitely go back and watch it's also streaming on apple spotify um and and amazon i believe uh, whatever the podcast thing is. I'm not entirely sure on that one, but yeah, the other ones are. Um, don't have a topic for this week yet. Uh, we'll figure that out this tomorrow. So I mean, it's still, early, it's still early in the week though. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like Tuesday. not having a topic Tuesday for something on Saturday. Yeah, you're we got right. Time. Yeah, we got time. Also guys, check out Concrete Combat. Just to give you an update, the inks, the, the, no, the pencils are done for chapter two, part three. It's going to be the longest section of chapter two. It's going to be exclusively out on kick on um, Patreon at Bonet Studios. Make sure you guys are there. Um, you can also go to my website, SebastianBonet.com, to read a free preview. Also, too, it is out in um, the Wayward Raven Kickstarter that was fully funded. Um, we suck at comics. It's out on print already. So definitely chapter one is out there. Also, too, make sure you guys are tuning in to the Medusa's Cascade podcast, a podcast that keeps giving you craziness. Yo. Craziness. The D&D podcast that is nuts. So so Tommy's been doing a thing where he's like doing little bits of lore for the NPCs of the world, which I think is really dope because it like gives a little bit more context to like the other like characters that we interact with, but we don't really get to like hear from after, after like we move on from like that part of the story, we don't get to like really hear or know what they're up to, but they're still doing stuff in, in the world. So the last, like, I think last episode was with uh, Torbera, who was uh, uh, one of the cool, like uh, uh, blacksmith, like characters that we ran into. And that episode was just like, Oh, this is super Tommy. Uh, Want to run that bias again? So it's definitely been really cool. Uh, we got more of the actual play coming out. We got more of um, potentially some across the plains uh, world building stuff. So be sure to be on the lookout for it. And where is Kyver? Kyver and all the midst of this. Kyver is web. over there like getting to fights with my father, apparently. 
Listen, 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 listen. I hope they become an only child. And with that, I my parents told me when I saw them again that they had no intention of having other children. I've been gone missing for 30 years in game. Why why would they now have a kid when they see me again? Foolish. Foolish person. Also, it was great too because um this weekend I got to see Lou Sife. We were hanging Hello, out. Tone. Hey, some bullshit. No, you walked into Lou Sife's motive. <laughs> hey Tone. Hey, what's up? Sorry about that. I was dealing with uh Netflix account issues. Ooh, Netflix. Oh. You got hit with the Netflix bomb. So wait, you didn't have to hear that story. Wait, wait. Like how is it working right now? It because you're in the same house. Okay, so it's fine in the same house. It's that we pay for we pay well, we still pay for it, but originally we paid for Jackie's grandmother and we used her account, and that was working for a long time. Uh, because she uses our other stuff. And then Netflix did its thing, and then uh, we were watching Netflix, and then you get hit with the thing, hey, this is not your household. We need to make sure that you're on a household. And then we ignored it, and I think someone did in Florida, so we got booted out. Um, so then I had to do the whole thing. Public service announcement, if it happens to you, you need, when you transfer your profile, you need to create your new account when you transfer your profile. You do not create a new account and then transfer the profile because then it will not work. Uh, that has been your public surface announcement. My, my, uh, my, my sister had to do it because I think Larice and Ty share it and Ty was like, yeah, I, they kicked her out of the living room, but her, her bedroom still worked. It was really weird. Oh, no, no, no. The house should be fine because it's based off Wi-Fi. You know what else I got to share stuff with? With Lou Sife this weekend. We shared wings. And make sure you guys are listening to The Motive, which is Lou Sife's new album. The link is in the description. The Motive is out now. Also, too, we want to give Lou Sife some shout-out because he's going to be at the Delancey Live July 15th at 9 p.m. Uh, make sure you guys are there. If you missed it the last time, you want to be there for the second show. He's ready to give you guys a new show. He said this in person. He was like, I got to shake off the cobwebs, and I'm ready to go. So we are there for you, Lou. Make sure you guys are checking out Cash the Craze. We love those bros. They're over there covering the indies like they do. Uh, Sam and George are doing their thing. Make sure you're catching Pong every Monday and Fridays at the Sin Shop. Um, I may go on there to build these bootleg Legos. So I may, we'll that, may go there IRL when I uh, go to Vegas. But nice. I'll be dope. And then finally, catch our brothers over there, uh, the four-letter nerd. They're on every Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Mike, um, Bergie, um, and his crew, they're all there giving it up, shipping the shout-outs, talking geeks. So make sure you guys are chilling, talking with them and everything. Guys, how did I do for the announcements this week? 11 minutes. Oh, man. It's a lot of announcements. But I will say it was a lot of uh, me. Hey, George. George, what's going on, brother? What is up? What is up? I just gave you the shout-out, George. But... Uh, we have someone in the back who's been patiently waiting, waiting his turn to come out and talk nerdy and talk about his vampires in space, unicorn vampire. Like, there's a lot of vampires. There's a lot. There's a lot of author, like, lore and legends and mythology. I love it. I'm here for it. Um, so let's give a hand and welcome out Caleb. Caleb, wait, wait, it's not. I got it. it. I did it. <laughs> oh, okay. I was doing the thing. I thought you were going to do the intro. I was going to press it. See, there you go. Technical difficulties on the live. Caleb, what's up? <laughs> Hello. Hi. Welcome. Hey, what's going on, thank Caleb? You. Welcome uh, to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to, welcome to the Thunderdome. Um, <laughs> so, Caleb, um, one of your books is 
again, um, what we have here was the zombie um, unicorn vampire hunter. So tell us, how did you come up with this concept of vampire hunter unicorn? Um, I don't know. Ten years ago, I was uh, trying to... Um, I was dating a girl 10 years ago who um, had green eyes and I told her that her eyes were beautiful like a marsh and she was insulted and said that marshes aren't beautiful. And so uh, kind of to spite her, I like wrote a short story about a beautiful marsh where a wizard lived with his niece. And then um, and then somehow unicorns came into it and then the unicorn <laughs> killed the vampire. Anyway, uh, I broke up with that girl a long time ago, but. Uh, she's not I, your Delilah. You know, I love, I love that it was done. Out the of green spite. eyes in the marsh. What the heck? <laughs> it's the penny for me. It's the penny. I love it. I'm here for it. Uh, yeah. So and uh, but yeah, it's um, you know, um, a unicorn has got a a stake right on his head. So uh, <laughs> makes sense. Uh, so it's revenge fantasy authorship. Yeah. 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 There you go. Um. So, uh, so yeah, anyway, that's it. And then, uh, and then it kind of all spiraled out from there. Uh, so, yep. Was that your first like ever like thing that you wrote, like in terms of like starting to do comics and whatnot, or was this like the first batch of the new, like little franchise that you have going on here with everything? Uh, well, maybe, uh, I mean, I wrote it way before I started doing comics and Mm. then, uh, and then I did a few comics um uh, like six or seven years ago that had nothing to do with that and they didn't do very well and um you've probably never heard of them and then (laughs) i was like i had this old idea uh i give it a try and uh and it worked out people liked it and so i just kept making it nice no, a lot of a lot of a lot of your comics are definitely up our alley. So again, Unicorn Vampire Hunter, The Dragon Kettle, Swords of Arthur, Space Monkey Knights Go, Vampire Detective in Space and Modern Mythology. I mean these and then the artwork is just very fantastic on um a lot of these books and all that. Um for those who don't know Caleb's uh website links are in the description, so make sure you are favoring that website, go right back for stuff. But yeah, man, I mean so give us the, the the four before we before we deep dive into Spider Verse. Give us your four one one your your origin story of so people can know who you are and how did you get into the world of comics aside from the Vampire Hunter Unicorn story. Sure. Uh, well, my name's Caleb, and uh, I've just um, uh, been writing for a long time. I when I was a kid, I wanted to get into uh, making movies. And then I went to film school and realized that the film industry is a mess. Uh, I don't know. Are we, are we allowed to curse on the show? Absolutely. Absolutely. Go fucking for it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah. Um, The, the film industry is like a big clusterfuck. And um, and there's a book that just came out called burn it down, um, which I would totally recommend. And it's like a retrospective on the last 10 years about like really a lot of the abuse and bullshit that people in all sectors of the film industry go through. Anyway, point is I wanted to make movies and I realized that I didn't want my life to suck. And so um, I then became a teacher and I clearly was not making the right life decisions. uh anyway i just kept writing stories um and i've always really liked comics and um i uh and you know i realized that i i movies wasn't going to be the thing for me but comics uh made a lot of sense to make and i'd always read a lot of comics and uh 
And so, um, you know, one day, I don't know, seven years ago, I was like, what, what the hell am I waiting for? Uh, and I just, I started making stuff. Um, and, uh, and that brought me to here, but, um, I would say, um, comic book origin, um, outside of the big two, uh, Brian K. Vaughn is like probably the number one influence for me. Um, but I can see that. Uh, oh, I... thank you. <laughs> that's, uh, that, that's flattering. Uh, but I, but since we're going to talk about Spider-Man, I want to say that, um, Number one, when I was uh, when I was just coming out of college, I actually had money, right? And I was starting to buy comics a lot, like because when I was a kid, you know, you would like buy a comic here and there, but you didn't can't like can't have a pull list when you're twelve. Uh, well, unless you're unless you're like rich. Um, and uh, so coming out of college, I had money, and right around that time was when Superior Spider-Man came out, and that's my shit. Uh, Superior, like Otto is my, I, I might get some hate, but Otto is my favorite Spider-Man. So it was, uh, if it I, was I, I, it time was to read run. it, it was very good. It, it was, was better than I thought it would be. Run. So I have, I haven't, I haven't read it, but from what I heard about it, it was a really, really good run. And just that, like him realizing, oh shit, he's been holding back on us. Like he could literally kill us with a punch. Like, uh-huh. That realization of just like, oh shit! I think, <laughs> like, that, I think that was a great one. Yeah, because like how you, to continue from that, it, it gave him new respect for Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Plus, it, it really allowed to get to flesh out Otto as a character mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, now you're putting him in this different situation. How is he going to react? And it's like, for me, that whole storyline was him trying to live up to the mantra of Spider-Man, but you know, in his own way. But the funniest scene that it has to be is when Felicia Hardy goes to see, it's like, oh, what's up, Tiger? And then he punches her in the face. <laughs> they have the relationship. I'm like, wow, that's messed up. Felicia Hardy. Um, I don't remember that, but you probably remember it better than I do. <laughs> I just remember him being so much smarter, so much more calculating, mm-hmm. and him learning to be a better person while trying to keep up this facade. And the character, that whole writing, it was done so well because I pictured yeah. and imagined. I didn't see Peter, even though it was Peter kind of thing. Like I could mm-hmm. tell Otto's personality through it. And it, I think it was written very well. Did Did you guys see the announcement that Dan Slott's coming back with another Superior Spider-Man series? Really? No. I'm yeah, just they, not, just, gotta... they just announced it. I don't know anything about it other than that the title is coming back. So I don't know what, how or what is going to be, but uh but i'm excited i'm excited yeah it's dan slot um what's his face uh who created miles morales um i don't brian know michael I'm... bendis yeah because i kept thinking of the other um brian um uh, brian michael bendis they they did a lot for i feel like marvel in those runs with a lot of the stuff that they put out there um especially with bendis with um just everything he touched Yo, was just put in work. <laughs> it, 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 it did influence and help influence not just some of the stuff we're seeing in the movies, but just like how we're seeing the characters progress and like everything he's done. Um, this was stuff I was saying years, like what they should have done with the characters. It's like we need to see some form of progression. You can't keep recycling the same stuff over and over again. And I feel like with the introduction for Miles, 
was a great way to move Peter Parker away from high school because now you have this new character to really deal with the whole high school, seeing what it is now versus Peter Parker, who like I felt should have gone to this adulthood where we see him go like maybe through fatherhood and everything. But we'll get into that in a second because we got the Spider-Verse coming up. But no, um, Caleb, I, 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 for those, again, make sure you're, you're, you're favoriting Caleb's links. We're looking at his store. He has his online store there where you could get some great stuff from PDF. You could get some great stuff in print. Um, some beautiful artwork there, beautiful stories. Um, again, yeah. the, the unicorn sold the me. titles alone uh, that I'm seeing on the website, like when you said, when you said Brian gave on, I was like, that tracks because, like, it gives very much paper girls and saga vibes. I'm just like, I haven't read That's anything it. yet, I, I read a little bit of a little bit of something. I'm like, I'm here for it. Sign me up, yeah, thank you. I'm I'm really enjoying the unicorn story and and the space monkeys. I'm interested in the little snippet you gave us. I don't think is enough. <laughs> so did, yeah. So did the you, King Arthur space monkeys? That's that was genius. Did you uh did you ever watch that show? Was it Super Space Monkeys Hyperforce Go? I think it. Was yeah, it. we so we so <laughs> my 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 letterer Dave and I came up with the Space Monkey Nights Go together, and we hadn't heard of that show until we were deep <laughs> into production, and then we were like, God damn it. <laughs> and then but we were like we're just doing it we're just gonna keep going That's uh, funny. so i did end up watching that show and uh it's pretty goofy but but yeah this is uh hopefully our our thing is um is serving more like 90s cartoon than mid 2000s cartoon um it's and be, uh, um yeah who was the who was this uh agent m the monkey from uh, dexter's lab yeah, uh, just uh, yeah, I think Monker. so. Or, or just M. M. Yeah, <laughs> Monker. <laughs> yeah, but I think like he gave me a lot of that that uh that old '90s cartoon uh, network vibes. Well, the the whole concept of Space Monkey Nights Go, the whole we, we wanted the the origin story to be like very much like a a Saturday morning cartoon, like really quick, silly explanation. So the whole mm -hmm. thing is that they're monkeys in a spaceship that are going to explore the universe and they're supposed to have all of humankind's knowledge hooked up to their sleeping pods. But the robot in charge of, of that only hooks up the King Arthur information oh. to the monkey's pods. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love great. it. Yeah. Yeah, let me, let me see if I you're, can get... You're not you're not uh, the illustrator, but who are the illustrators no. you've been working with? Uh, so, like, give us some info, info on those. Sure. Uh, Unicorn Vampire Hunter is drawn by Daryl Toe, who um, is a really talented artist. He's worked on Is Not of the Were Spider uh, and um, some other cool stuff. And then, um, let's see, um, Space Monkey Nights Go is drawn by a guy named Nick Torres. Who I've worked with before, who's uh, who's very talented, and then um, Vampire Detective in Space, which I don't have a campaign for now, but um, had one earlier this year. That's drawn by a guy named Dave Swartz, um, who is awesome. And uh, let's see, um, those are the main ones that I've been working with right now. Well, I've got a book, another King Arthur book that I kickstarted earlier this year, drawn by a woman named Kay Woolheiser. Um, who is awesome. Uh, and then all my books are lettered by Dave Lentz, um, who, if you haven't heard of Dave Lentz's name, um, get used to hearing it. He's lettering like everything in the indie scene right now. Oh, nice. uh, he's a really cool guy. Um, he does a lot of uh, Source Point Press's books. 
Oh, right. uh, so let's point. Well, those guys, those are those, those guys are phenomenal over there. They um, was it did the book for? Well, they got to release my buddy Dan, um, Stan's book um over there. So I've seen them at plenty of cons over there. Oh so, yeah, very nice. I love it. I want to show, but it's not popping up. But oh well, <laughs> like Usu and Tara. That's great. That's pretty good. <laughs> But um, no, I mean, again, guys, this is this is definitely a, a comic uh, you guys definitely want to get. These are the comics that you definitely want to subscribe to because, um, as you can see at Nerds, um, we always have some of the greatest indies creators coming on here celebrating their stuff. Um, definitely, if you need something out of the big two, um, definitely check out Caleb's website. It's in the description. You want to follow him. You want to give the like, the subscribes. You want to definitely follow with the books. He has a new Kickstarter starting next week. We will get the link out to you guys next week on our description on the show. So best way um, for his new comic. What is the new comic coming out um, next week with the Kickstarter, Caleb? Uh, June 13th, which I think is a Tuesday. Um, yeah. Yep. So, yep. Exactly one week. Kickstarter. Let's get, let's get nice. that funded. And we uh, know why we want to get funded. Say, what was <laughs> so I'm sorry, I'm uh, Caleb, bad segues. He's terrible at segues and transitions. Yeah, he's terrible. So, he's like, terrible. We're apologizing in advance for what yeah. I don't apologize. It's 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 yes. it's it's my thing, and I wear it with pride. <laughs> you shouldn't. You shouldn't. No one asked you to. Sure. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess I'm doing a, t- a spoiler warning for. There's no way you didn't know you were doing a spoiler warning. <laughs> Sir. Uh, all right, so tonight we're discussing Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, we're going the ins and the outs, the oohs and the ahs, the holy shits, the what the fucks. I can't believe that just happened. All these Spider-Men, Spider-T-Rexes, Spider-Cats are on the street. Spider-Car are on the screen. However, spoilers will be warned. Spoilers will be had. Miles the Spider is not from his universe. It is from Universe 42. A Miles who is now the Prowler. And little tidbit, we got an Easter egg of Donald Glover as the Prowler. Hopefully, <laughs> we will see him eventually play some character in Miles Morales' life in the MCU because well, that's what he's we supposed need. to be. He, he, he is, is the uncle. He is, he is the he is, uncle. He is Aaron. He is, so. he is the uncle. So that is the the spoiler warning. That's for, a beautiful for the Spider Verse movie. It's been a while, man. I know. I, listen, no, no, listen. You know I'm coming in here like super excited. Oh, I was I was actually I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I was actually waiting for Tone to say all the captains die in each universe because of every spoiler one has been like um I am um, what was it Tony Stark well, dies. It's captain, Up it's May Captain dies. or Uncle Ben. It's either uh, a captain, captain or an Uncle Ben. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'll catch it. <laughs> so before before we jump in, everyone knew that we were gonna get a cliffhanger because apparently online yeah. a lot of people did not know that there was a third movie. Yeah, no. So I they knew, announced. But I forgot. I know they did. They, they announced, announced back the back. movies back. They announced both movies together. Mm-hmm. What, Caleb, did you, what, did you what I will say, I knew that there was going to be another movie. I didn't know it was like, it was just going to be like a two-parter. Like I thought it was going to be like a, you know, like a whole story, and then we were going to get a sequel. Like, but this was like, this was like just like in the middle of a long, in the middle of a four-hour movie. Like this is the, the end of it. Then we're like, okay, yeah. I guess I'm like, we'll. Yeah. I'm like two hours in. I'm, I'm like, okay. I know this movie's only two hours. I know there's a sequel. Yep. This thing is this bad boy's ending. Sub, it's, we're gonna get a fucking cliffhanger. And then they were doing the scene with. I know, you know, we're gonna start at the beginning, but they were doing the scene when he's tied up in the gym bag. I'm like, oh, okay, they're gonna do it here. 
Because that's where this makes sense. <laughs> oh, okay. I love, I love that you said I did not know when. Because as many times as we heard this throughout both movies. All right, let's run that back. Let's let's start from the beginning. <laughs> said, we'll do this a different way this time. Yo, like I yeah. fucking. All right. I think it's 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 a it's a great form of storytelling because in a way we got that with Avengers at, um in Infinity War when the cliffhanger it and all we knew we were getting that in two parts and I feel that it does work with Spider-Verse yeah. with the way it ended because it's like where do you go from there and how do you in this movie because he still has to fight the spot and then you're like there's not going to be enough time to fight the spot and I kind of like that again it, it left more questions for me, too, because there was a question I have to ask that actually leads to Miguel O'Hara, mm-hmm. which I will save for a little bit later because I want to ask people about this because it, 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 it there's just some theories I have unless you want me to go on to that now. I'm no, well, don't go back. Can we, like, go from beginning through? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, I, will arts, say, arts, I, I will say from arts, yeah. the beginning. Right. I love that this was a continuation and not an entirely new, like, story. Like, it, it, it was its own story where, you know, like, they had separate timelines and things that were going on, but it felt like a true part two or, like, sequel movie. And actual you know growth I mean? in the characters. There was growth in the characters. There were consequences to the characters. Like, uh, you see a lot, like, more they fuller a lot of a- back to oh the first movie. God. Like, and, it's- yeah. And it's not like a oh we're just gonna nod this. Everything in the first movie has real like tangible consequence or effect to the next movie, which I think is so important for a movie that has so many you know mm-hmm. multiverse kind of like things going on where everything is connected and everything needs to be tied together. Yeah, and I know people are watching uh, the first Spider Verse, and they're just catching all the like you catch the bagel scene, you catch the uh, I didn't I completely missed it. Um, you see the forty two spider shift because mm-hmm. it's often the like there and like you think it's just like you think it's like a design because when it first happens you think it's just kind of like I the movie design because of how the movie was filmed and making it look like a comic book, but it was just like oh no this is this is all purposeful all the clues were there. Yeah. But there's a scene <laughs> where it, in the first one with Miguel O'Hara and talking about that spider being from a different dimension. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I knew from the first movie, I did, it didn't, it, it was something that but it, it made sense. And I, a lot of people were surprised oh, this go around. I, I, think, I, I, think I don't know if over, I remember I that. It flew over a lot of people's heads. I haven't um, seen the first one in so long. Oh, and I, I don't remember I like it several times. So I remember, I, I watched it several times too, but it's been like at least five years, two years since I've watched oh, it. Yeah. Whenever they took it off Netflix, because when it was on Netflix, I used to watch it religiously, like at least once or twice a week, like no lie. But yeah, I will say that the um, that ending with Miguel, the biggest thing with Miguel was just getting Miguel. I completely like this when you know he talked. Like I was like, oh cool, yeah, Miguel's all here. It, all it was was that we got Miguel and he was like, hey, join me, and everyone was like, what the fuck is he doing? Right. It's yeah. just that we're getting Spider Man twenty ninety nine, and that was like the big, like holy crap. And they're doing the meme, like <laughs> Caleb. Jump in. What? What? what oh, your yeah. Well, I was. I, I was going to say. I think. I. It wasn't necessarily clear at the end of the first movie that it mattered that the spider was from a different universe, right? Like it's only in this movie that we found out that like he's the only one, right, mm-hmm. who got bit by a spider from a different universe, and that like the fact that that even matters is like context. But it's like 
I think one of the cool things about this movie is there's so many little bits of like like lore and universe building like they dumped a ton of exposition but it didn't feel like overwhelming it was like by the end of the movie you're like yeah of course it's the spider from a different universe and that's why everybody that's that's why he's an anomaly and that's why people are after him and everything just makes sense and i'm not questioning anything even though they dumped like three novels worth of like lore on me in this movie (laughs) a hundred percent yep you know what i didn't know uh i did because i didn't I hadn't followed Gwen's story in the comic books. I didn't know her Peter ended up being lizard. So I yeah, was actually surprised by that. And I'm like, did I, I didn't know that. And mm-hmm. they, and I don't recall them saying that in the first movie. So that Honest- was interesting to see some of that background. Honestly, yeah, they, don't, they don't, they, they don't yeah. say it. Like you see, I, I think the, I knew that. Cause I just watched like a history of, yeah. You know? But you see it when she's doing her, when she's doing her comic book retrospective that everyone does when she's next to his body, he has the scales but again you don't think the lizard you just think of sony's animation of doing the dots making Mm. it look like a comic book page but it is uh he does have the leftover scales from his from his transformation i got it uh that background i mean it's sort of a go ahead no no go ahead caleb it's like a reversal i mean originally in the comic book it's like a reversal because like peter is in love with gwen and then he can't save gwen right Mm. it's just like the exact reversal of that Mm. I, I think this movie makes you fall in Gwen with Gwen's character a lot more um, because in the comics, there's a reason why Gwen's Spider-Man, Spider-Woman became very popular. And like in a retrospect, I mean, I remember Marvel was doing First that whole her month. outfit is just cool. No, her cool, <laughs> Every little girl cool. loves Spider-Gwen. All you got to see is what so, she looks like. I'm buying that comic book, right? I but mean, there was a whole month that they were doing like, oh, we have Gwenpool, we have Gwen this, Gwen that. She stuck out from all of that. Mm-hmm. And when it comes down to it, um, her story, her attitude, the way how they, they've utilized her character. And even with this movie, I was talking with George. It's like, yo, I just love the character. She is a phenomenal character with mm-hmm. a very tangible origin um, that makes her stand out amongst any of the characters, the new characters that they created, um, which again, and, and plus she's voiced by Haley Stanfield, um, Haley Stanfield, who uh, did uh, Steinfield, Steinfield, uh, who was right. also uh, Kate Fisher. Hawkeye. Yeah. Also, I would like to point out that uh, to your point about her having like a dope story, that's I think the best like part of this whole Spider Verse like thing writing wise is. You, you're making all of these like Spider-Man who either are Peter Parker or need to have some element of Peter Parker's story, but how do you differentiate them without making it feel like an oversaturated mess where you're just like, I don't care about any of them. Right. And this did like a such a good job of like having us, the audience, be like, I genuinely care about like all these different stories and how all these things are interwoven and why everyone's story is unique to them but also connected to everyone else's well i think something that is like a little hat trick in this movie and the previous movie is that almost none of the main characters are named peter parker uh they're all like you know you got miguel and you've got um miles and gwen and uh ben riley and Mm -hmm. penny and uh but then there's like um, you know, the I guess Peter Porker, 
is um, yeah. Peter B. His name Parker. Peter, yeah, Peter, Peter B. B. Parker. Parker. Yeah. But I think I think the only like real character besides like little side characters is named Peter Parker is Chris Pine's character who dies right at the beginning of the first movie. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um. So, because they they're like they could have done this with like seven different people named Peter Parker, and then it would have been really like confusing. Right. Um, <laughs> they do well with changing it up and giving us different people because. A bunch of people in the comic books have donned the spider name. I was really excited to see Jessica Drew, Spider Woman, and 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 seeing the twist with Issa Rae. I, I thought they did that very well. I'm excited to see her with the baby, and hopefully we get to see that in the next movie. I thought her whole art style. I freaking loved her on the mi- on the bike. I thought that was. I'm like, I want her toy. Yeah, <laughs> it's freaking awesome. All pregnant and all. I want it. I thought that was pretty good. That was like a good send up of the comic. They, Marvel got so much shit when Jessica Drew was pregnant, and like, and they're like, "Fuck it, we're doing it again." I I, I, listen. I'm I'm happy they stuck with their guns with it because it's like at the end of the day, it's like you know, like what do I always like the fact that what the superheroes do when it became down to when it was a family because obviously like you had Luke Cage who became the family man. Um, he became a father with uh. What's her face? She she used Jessica to be Jones. Jessica Jones, um, and then um, there was another character like you said it was uh, it was her, but then they did um a whole run where it was called MC Two, where Spider Man had Mayday and she grew up taking over the mantle of Spider Woman, and mm-hmm. he was like an older Spider Man, um, and you had like legacy characters that were taking over like um that like Juggernaut's son. Took his role, J two. I mean, name needed work, but he was J two. Um, you had Wolverine's daughter, Wild Thing, and I think that that was a great one run of comics at the time. But again, it didn't, it didn't continue. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what you see with this is that you're seeing um, also to a nod to Stan Lee's cameo from the last movie when he says, you know, everyone could wear the mask. Mm-hmm. You're starting to see that also too in this movie. I think did anyone play the Miles Morales um PS4 game? Yeah. At all? I finished it. So I think both the game and the movie does a really good job of like letting Miles or just letting characters in general age. So mm-hmm. like in this, we see Miles, it's been a couple of what like it's like a couple months to a year or something like that. Yeah, because he was a freshman at the school. Yep. And now he's a sophomore. It's like it's been like ten months or something like that. Yeah, and like you can see, like he's he's doing the I grew into like you know I growth spur. I did this, and I'm going through all the like you know the highs and lows of school and trying to do this balancing act and whatnot. And like I appreciate that they kept a lot of the like bits of what like makes a teenager who just happens to be a superhero like kept that bit in but also kept true to like miles's version of it because the way we see like pete and um aunt may versus how we see miles and his mom and dad are two completely different like coming of age like stories oh, mm-hmm. i i love that they and like between miles and his mom bendicion i'm like oh oh, oh my, my god puerto rican heart. a puerto rican thing that just went off on me i was like oh my god such a spanish thing right there mm-hmm. i mean the whole so, thing was super spanish too and they were like yo they, they're using our first name 
Like, yo. <laughs> yo. That bit where they didn't like his roommate because he uses the first name and then when he's introducing yeah. Gwen, to Gwen and she goes and, you, and they're like, huh, that's what we're doing. That's, that's yep, it's doing, happening. Buddy. Like, you can see the generational thing. It was like, ooh, why would they say that? And it, it's like, oh, y'all bold. <laughs> like, you got to give permission to say first name. You got to start with right. Mr. and Mrs. Morales. <laughs> and then it'd be like, no, you can call me this. I, you guys... I've been ingrained to this, not even call my friends, like parents, anything but mom and dad. Like, I literally be like, hey, mom, hey, dad. Like, that's it. Yeah. And I say when he's young, I do that all the time. You love it. That was it. That was, and <laughs> that completely like sold me on their whole relationship because I'm like, damn, I remember saying that to my aunts, my uncles, mom, dad, abuela. Um, it's, uh, a gener- like, it's very much a generational like thing of like, yeah. you, see, you see these kids? That's how they are yeah. now? Yeah. Did yeah. you guys see? I have a question about Miguel real quick because when they introduce him and he's watching everything, he injects himself with something and then you see the eyes like do this yes. thing that was very Morbius like. And no. since when is when is Miguel twenty nine Spider Man twenty ninety nine a vampire? So it's spider. It's not so much spider, right? Yeah. So he, um, of course, uh, I watched the uh, was it. Uh, variant comics like history of his origin like how he became spider-man gave him like slightly different like powers than everyone else and as a result like different effects than everyone else so like instead of having um just like your hands and feet and body can touch can like stick to walls his bottom of his like feet have like little like talon or whatever the case is on his feet and then you see his hands grow out like claws, like talons. Um, but that transformation bit, I think he's trying to like. Um, Very Morbius. I, I sure. Mean, I, would, I, 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 I wouldn't put it past because I mean, that's this what. Was, this this okay. is the thing. I would it, say was, it was knowing... Marvel's 2099 age because every character had to. So 2099 came out in the 90s and everything from Marvel in the 90s or in comics in general and, and, and Kayla back me up in this had to be extreme. It yeah, had to I, be extreme. The 2099 stuff is all it, it, even though it's called 2099 it's very 90s and everything is like that's like even his character is like an homage that in the movie he's got these like these like elbow things that like the like elbow Extra blades that go out like three feet or whatever ridiculous like mm-hmm. over the top character and to be honest 2099 spider-man sucks he's so lame but they made him cool in this movie which was like a hat trick it's like <laughs> like I, like I, I never liked him i try i was like trying to get into I it like for a while but it yeah. was that whole... isaac kills it man he he yeah. commits oh, yeah. he 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 commits to whatever even you know it was it was great. Like, it was, you just want to listen to him give his exposition dump. I just want to listen to Oscar Isaac just tell me everything. <laughs> just Oscar Isaac. Uh, a- oh, ASMR. no. Pong is here. It's, it's, it's more of a time. <laughs> What's up, Pong? Nothing more 1990s than the 2000s. Bro, 2009, so 2099, we had the Punisher. We had Doctor Doom. We had the X-Men and everything oh, yeah. Like was just supposed to be extreme. 2099, the dark future. It was... It was nuts. Then they were like, "Oh, we need to add Hulk. We need to add Ghost Rider." Hulk looked more like he was from the Aliens um, franchise. 
um ghost rider was like a role a cyborg with a flaming head and a chainsaw like the 2099 lineup was just nothing but craziness dr doom ends up becoming president i'll, I'll, send, was... I'll send you guys i'll send you guys a link for it because uh like variant comics like the, the history of and i saw some of like the designs for it and i was just like that was the thing oh, like, yeah. they, they, they really they really went for it like yeah the, the way we get like um where gwen's lizard is peter they kind of were like cool we're gonna take that and just like make it crazier than like that um i uh i will say that i between that is the 90s just not the ones <laughs> you think of Fair okay. point. i was a you know I, I i was born in 91 and so i didn't really start reading comics until you know I, until the 2000s and I, honestly i'm glad because the 90s honestly was not it for superhero no, comics 90s, in my 90s, opinion 90s, <laughs> 90s, was a, 90s was a dark period um it was not a uh, um i read thing. the x-men comics and it was great i don't, I don't care that was the <laughs> only comic onslaught was lit i mean all of that happened <laughs> in the 90s there's a lot going on that was the x-men the x-men was the only thing holding on the, the x-men is what stole... kept marvel afloat yes yeah, you saw the stuff that, that that's when they came out <laughs> with the on outfit for Sue Storm, the 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 the, the storm, the, the what was it, Stu Richards when she had the whole like um boob window with the four right here and everything. It was like, dude, that's how you're gonna do Sue Storm, like Sue Stu Sue Richards, that's messed up. Then you had um was it they were like, Oh, we're gonna kill off Iron Man and bring him out as a team because Iron Man was a kank um operative this whole time, but we're gonna bring a team to take his place because we want team iron man they they did so much stuff in the 90s that was just so bad like the comic book industry almost if it wasn't yeah, for the so x-men i'm grateful that i read just x-men at the time fair and it some was. spider-man at the time getting, getting, and, and rob rob left you with his pouches um going back to <laughs> spider-man hold on hold on hold on hold on <laughs> i said sue right i said no, you sue. didn't no you didn't I, we I all heard it, it. Head. okay yeah um so I will say another reason why I love, love, love this story is because, like, I, I love a good, like, morally gray character. Like, I love Luther, whatever the case is. Another good story, like, trope kind of thing I love is making your hero be, like, vilified for making the right choices. And I right. think, like, they did such a good job of showing Miles as a character who just wants to do good like wants to do right and has everything everything in his life up until that point telling him like what right and wrong is he has like a very very good moral compass but then for everyone to just go no either don't do it because that you like what your what you feel like is good ends up you know being even worse than what you could possibly imagine or you're just wrong mm -hmm. like and it, it's it i don't like it being like the dilemma of like the the one versus the many because it's more than that it's literally like the are you are you still a good person because you chose to do the good the the good thing the morally right thing even though it might end up being like the worst uh most cataclysmic version um possible of like a result i yeah i had a lot so i want to ask everybody this and i'm, I'm gonna i want to jump in on it um 
So the whole thing, because again, it leads into that, that Miles, is, it's, it's going to do the right thing because that's what he feels he needs to do. The whole canon event thing I have questions about because I feel mm-hmm. that Miguel knows more than what he is letting on because I was just thinking about like if the canon event was a real thing that was supposed to happen, um, how come the universe where that Spider-Man wasn't bitten didn't dissolve? How come um wouldn't only... Gwen be considered an anomaly then? Yeah. Wouldn't and that's what Jesse that's Drew yeah, be it, considered an anomaly. It's it's yeah, it's, I don't it's, think those it's, spider so, folks are the anomalies. I think it's it's like I, what, so, I think yeah, because he also said Miles was an anomaly. Wait, 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 so Miles wait, wait, before, Miles... before before Because it's like this, it's like it goes like this because I started thinking about it more because they're like, wait, you had to prevent from um, in um, Spider-Man India's world from the captain from dying that they had to stop him. But it's like the he binders. wouldn't have been there. Yeah, but it's like these events wouldn't have happened to lead to that captain's death. So it's like what's going on? So that's why I feel like Miguel knows more. And that's why I want to get everyone's understanding. And, and I feel like Miguel has become more of the king or all who know. I don't think he knows. I'll, yeah, I'll, he's very I'll similar to the, say, the sacred timeline kind of thing. I'll also say that the reason why the Miles from um, uh, Universe 42 and that world didn't collapse is because technically... The event, the the canon event, is a Miles or or are someone like getting bit, so that Miles should have been bitten. Let's just say, right? Mm-hmm. There was still a Miles that got bit. It doesn't matter where or when it got bit. So that spider did what it was supposed to do. It just wasn't the where and the when it was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. So technically, I, I it's still comment. go for it. I have a comment. So I. In, in the in the in the prowler miles in earth 42 i'm 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 past that in regards to the can event it's because captain the captain died his father died mm-hmm. like that was right. the that's the that's the pivotal moment that makes spider-man become spider-man losing whoever's close to you or whatever mm-hmm. so like he still died and they're just that he's universe that he's is just, bad that he's just bad the, the influence that he was supposed to have came from his uncle and not from becoming Spider-Man and getting that power because he still, his father still died. And instead of the grief of losing his father drove him to his uncle, which drove him to what he was, to what he's becoming to do, not Mm -hmm. taking that grief and turning it into positivity where our miles took, uh, got the new Spider-Man Chris, Chris Pine died. And that (laughs) was the, that was the anomaly because that Miles was never supposed to be Spider-Man. He was the wrong, wrong place, wrong time situation. And right. then that Spider-Man, that Earth Spider-Man died. And then it started this whole cascading effect. To your point, Seabass, I think Spider-Man India, the captain was going to die no matter what. It was just a different set of circumstances. It's not mm. like, maybe not the spot, but something That's else it. was probably going to happen well, to him. Um, I, I, yeah. I think that, yeah, I, what, what I think is kind of funny about that whole thing of like, oh, they're watching out for the canon event of the captain dying is like, anytime any of these Spider Men see a captain in danger, they're like, we fucking stay away from this shit. Like, we're not, we're going to save this <laughs> yeah. guy. Like, push that guy in front of a bus just to make sure, like, this. I'm a, well, you got to get your loss. Is it, one of the, is it one of those things? Because I, I, I want to know if. Is it that Miles is now like the newest Spider-Man, right? Out of the entire like string of events and whatever, he's literally like the newest person to become a spider. 
I don't and think so. I don't think so. I, I, I think, I think, I think Indian Spider-Man said he was only Spider-Man for six months and yeah. our, our miles had been Spider-Man for longer. So then yeah, I think he's not part of the web. That's my thing with our miles. He's not part of the web because he's the anomaly so or he's not part of Miguel's web. Well, no, the Madam web thing. I don't think he's part of it, which so like, I don't believe that the third movie, I think he's going to save his father. They're going to switch it up because in the game, Miles' dad is dead. I think in the comic, that's kind of what happens. And mm-hmm. it goes that whole thing. I think in the movie, because he got a spider from a different universe and he's not going to create a, a, a um, so it's a variant universe uh, from what we're used a to. Variant user, it's, a, it's definitely a variant universe from what we're doing. I don't think he's going to create an incursion. I think he's going to save his father. He's going to grow as a hero because you're seeing Miles' effect on the different spider people mm-hmm. and changing their fates. Gwen's dad's alive. Peter B. Parker has a kid. Like he's He is something else. He is not a negative anomaly. It's like this positive thing that's right. happening. Mm-hmm. So I think he's just not part. He's above Madam Web's web. And that's, I think, what they're going with. Hmm. Above Are we? Do you, do you guys think that we're gonna see Madame Web or like Morlin? Uh, I, I would hope I so. so, but um, I don't. Well, well, I don't. Well, I don't know. Well, well, what somebody wants because they're do still with... doing. They're still doing the Madame Web movie kind of thing, yeah. and like yeah. I don't know that they they would spend the energy to do that movie to just put her into that Spider Verse movie. Which I get would make sense for her to be in that movie. By all means, but, please put her in that they, movie. They but. did all the connections too. You got the connection to the to Venom to Venomverse. You got the connection there. Mm-hmm. You've got yeah. the the little drop, the little tidbit about No Way Home with Doctor Strange and Tom Holland. Yeah. Like they're yeah. connecting all of them. Prowler so, with with, yeah. with Donald Glover's Prowler. Like when Don when Donald Glover show up, I I was sitting with my friend who like does not know comics, and I gasped audibly. Mm-hmm. And he looks over at me, and he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> my friend was like, "What's, what's like, this Gambino doing here?" You gotta understand how much of a full circle moment that is. Yes, exactly. To have him be the inspiration for Miles to then become like this this casting voice, of voice miles voice miles become too old to play miles, play miles becomes his <laughs> uncle and then plays his uncle but in a different universe yeah. like that's just mwah. like it's so like so awesomely dope i love that yeah i mean and then you had they they did show like again every every spider-man i think it was and it was funny too because he even had the classic cartoon when he was swinging at him he's like swinging and he does this little slow punch it's like ah, i miss i was like i was dying Dude. and then when they show ben riley again it was a nod to the 90s on how terrible those comics were oh, the inner monologues and the brooding. yeah 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 and the brooding um like you had ben riley every... was the big worst when it came to that he was complete identity the crisis it was a constant inner monologue and it was just it was beautiful and then the artwork fit the 90s um everything that was there you had uh you you had toby spider-man that they showed you had um garfield everything anything spider-man from the games video games the cartoon lego movie (laughs) did you guys did you guys see the insomniac spider-mans Yes, the, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Insomniac Spider-Man, awesome. Insomniac Spider-Man. We saw the ones from, like, I think, three or four of the like like cartoon shows that we've seen. Was like, the what was 
was Drake Bell's Spider Man in there? Did I you think, see that? I think that was the short one, right? That yeah, the yeah. little one. Yeah, it's like, I don't think it was Drake, though, because Drake's got legal issues. Oh, he's got yeah, like, that's true. <laughs> but, like, we had such we had such a like overwhelming amount of like cameos that there's like there's no way someone could sit there and be like this one this one this one like unless you had a predetermined no, list from, from like there's what no saw, way you can see like know all of them or new rock stars new rock stars says the number from the production crew is 225 wow. god damn yeah That's so crazy. Um, and they're a mix of not just specific spider characters, but also previous costumes they've used, stuff that yeah, so we're all bag, familiar with. Saw, we um, may have seen on a cover once. Oh, Bagman, Bagman's great. Bagman, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and I mean it's, but it's you had unlimited. You had unlimited Spider-Man concepts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot. Superior Spider-Man I was, was there. I was excited to see spider woman in a 90s costume with the black suit white spider yeah. brown yeah. hair because i had that as an action figure and that's jessica drew that i know in the comic books right so i'm like oh my god spider Woman! i got excited to see so her silhouette there and many. i was like it was just it was exciting and seeing so many things that i've seen from growing up and you see when you watch the cartoons and i literally just watched all the spider-man movies over the weekend played the game again i spent the last five or six hours of the, that night yes sunday night after watching it playing the game again mm-hmm. and it's just I, i've been just listening very good. to the album <laughs> oh so, my god so. the album i'm obsessed yeah. i'm obsessed that's on my running playlist all the time yes. I'm just like <laughs> is, they, both <laughs> albums are really album. good on yeah. spotify they have one with both albums together i'm playing that one yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so so good. I, got, I got a question for you guys i want to leave a caleb val tone in the law um how did you feel that this movie treated the multiverse versus Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Caleb? Mm. Let's start with you. I mean, well, this this is a movie that's like all of these universes exist, and we're not going to bother explaining them all to you because it's all like it's all stuff that you know fans are going to know about. But we're not. Whereas, like Doctor Strange wasn't we, like with, with a few exceptions. Like we're like, oh, stuff we've seen in the MCU, and then I guess we had professor x from the x-men cartoon played mm-hmm. by patrick stewart but it was like it was mostly like pretty small cameos whereas and it's just a small level of cameos like in doctor strange like when black bull showed up i was pretty excited that was pretty fun but like this was like that times a thousand uh you mm-hmm. know what i mean like we had like a few little easter eggs in doctor strange and but also that movie like we didn't really get to go through cool other universes. It was like we went through a, a universe where stoplights are green and not red. Like, yeah. w- like okay, great. Uh, <laughs> but this movie was like we went through a bunch of different universes, and and it's stuff that we like. I don't know. It felt like it felt like it had a it was a movie that had a lot more respect for fans. I think in terms of in terms of multiverse stuff. That that's what I I liked Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. I thought it should have been yeah, more was- of a. I thought it should have been more of a Sam Raimi movie and less of an MC movie, MCU movie than it was. But like, I also, uh, but this movie was, I mean, you know, you don't, you didn't leave multiverse of madness thinking like, holy shit, that movie changed my life. Like you left this movie thinking like, oh my God, like, this is like, this is like me as a 12 year old kid with my action figures like bashing them together only only also but but also if i was 12 and i was crying because i was imagining like deep storylines because in this movie i was i was crying uh like all the time and uh and so yeah 
Like it was just way, so good. Yeah, way was, better than Multiverse of Madness for sure. It's so deep this one. I was watching. So I watched it. Me, my wife, uh, uh, and the kids went to go see it. And so me and Antonio are just like in it, just <laughs> in it. Josie was not about it. <laughs> Josie sure. was not about it. Like and like we had. She had just saw Little Mermaid and she was good to go. She saw Guardians and she was good. That's because she loves Rocket. But she was watching this and she was just not about this because we thought she said she wanted to go. She likes Spider Gwen, but she was like, Jackie was like, it was too deep for her. Like you and Antonio are just like in it. She's like, I just keep, I feel like all these feelings are happening. All this, there's like all this <laughs> deep stuff happening. I'm like, yeah, I'm here for this. I'm, I'm here for my cartoons to give me this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because she's like, it wasn't as funny as the first one. You know, what? I mean, um, there was so many good points. No, 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 no. Like, if you compare compare the first one, and you compare this one, the first one was like a really good family adventure Spider Man movie, and then you do the sequel, and they took that, and they're like, okay, now we're gonna dial it up eleven and deal with conflict and consequences and choice. This is and what fate. Love and Thunder should have fucking you been. know uh, maybe yeah. <laughs> right, and so. so- got it right it just it was it was so it was so different it was perfect that was it's a fucking masterpiece and she's gonna watch it once we buy it so she can pay attention to it because she right. was handling she was handling josie um but you know but we but like me and Tonya were like this was great i loved it I was like see, i don't need i don't need think- snacks i don't need drink i just need to watch this <laughs> see can you say what you just said one more time wait, wait what did i say what about what did you just say about sony Oh, Sony got it right. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, they they get animation right. <laughs> no. Yeah, calm no, down. The bro. statement was Sony they get, got they it right. They get, they get animation bad. right. Don't, don't so. get and, and they got Sp- Tobey Maguire Spider Man so, so, One so, and so, Two yeah, right. Just, so I don't understand. So, There's no no so, one's fighting so here. Up, just, just just to get you up to speed. You guys get on me because I watch the Sony verse. It, it's because Val is a big uh, Morbius fan. You give no, Sony no, 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 no. <laughs> I, you I shouldn't I, give it a pass. I like the Sony verse, and these guys think that I'm crazy for it. That's what. The I mean, is. I I think that uh, Spider-Man No Way Home was fucking amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. So, and that's a Sony movie. Like, it has Marvel's name on it, but that's a Sony movie. So, yes, it's got uh, Kevin Feige all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Come on, Caleb. <laughs> um, again, he said, "What did he just say?" Sony no. got it right. I'm talking. I also, <laughs> I'm also a huge defender of Amazing Spider-Man One. I think that movie is fucking good. Oh, that Absolutely. was a great one. Yep. That was Absolutely. a great Listen, one. Yeah. We defend, so we sequel, defend part one. His we sequel, defend Toby is one and sequel. two. And the then sequels, what fucked a, yeah. yeah, like the the, the se- amazing the uh, uh, what's his name. Second Spider-Man was just like it was and, a cash well, grab. No, they, they, Andrew they, Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Yeah, I mean, they, it was unfortunate. It ends do... with Sinister Six and Cliffhanger ends with the Rhino, and then he doesn't do his presentation in South America, and Sony blows a bitch fit. They're like, "Fuck you, Spider-Man 3's canceled." Um, I I enjoyed Andrew Garfield. I think Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire had vastly different ways of playing each of their Peter Parkers and Spider-Man, and so yeah. never had I... a had a problem with them uh right. i also i also like tom hot uh tom hardy as as venom mm-hmm. i just thought venom 2 was trash but the venom 2 was gar- mean, hot garbage both both venoms were trash but you know it's they they do okay i will say that my favorite spider-man though like given all the spider-mans is um is what's his face jake johnson 
I mean, <laughs> like, I just think he's fucking awesome. I think it would be so cool if he showed up as a live action Spider-Man. I, I think he's hilarious. And he's like, character has so much depth. Um, <laughs> uh, you know. I, I, I but love, fun I trash. <laughs> Morbius isn't fun it. trash. It's oh just trash. God. It's um, just he... trash. No, so, but... As we as we keep going, we are, I'm, I want to answer your question. Uh, Multiverse of Madness was good, but it just isn't this. Like mm-hmm. it, like there's you can deep dive and get into all the little nitty gritty parts, but literally these these are night and day examples of how to handle a you can do alternate so universe more in animation. Universe kind of yes. But we but, got we got all those I, trips I in that one scene. I, I'm not even I'm not even here I'm with the animation. MLM. It's the story. Story wise, this was a better story than Multiverse of Madness. Again, I enjoyed Multiverse of Madness. I love this franchise. Like this yeah. into the Spider Verse, like across the Spider Verse. Like give me all the Spider Verse. Give me all the miles. Sign me up. I'm here for it. I mean, you know what's good about two is that it doesn't it doesn't need to tie itself to anything. It just needs to be have continuity with the previous movie, and then you can feed in all the other Spider-Mans into this interconnected web where uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness was like we're which I don't think should have been called Multiverse of Madness. It's just been Doctor Strange two, Doctor Strange versus versus uh, Wanda. Uh, Wanda, right? Like that's what it should have been. <laughs> <laughs> um, Strange versus Maximov, like something. Give me something. Like, uh, but I, I, but they had to tie it, and then you've got this incursion thing that's going to happen with Dormammu's uh, daughter, and like they have to tie it to this grander scheme of things. So I always feel like as MCU has moved on, it's has to tie itself to the story that they're telling. This arc of three phases, where this movie was like. As long as we connect to like these little beats in Multiverse One, and we tell a really great grounded story, and the beats in MCU, yeah, yeah. he connects. They connect so much. It it was just done really well. It was, I mean, definitely. So the sacred timeline, you know, like they did the the whole thing. Yeah, I got pieces of Loki. I got pieces. The the writing of it, the animation was good. Like it had its heartfelt moments. It had its quips. It had like all. Dude, all of the little bits that we want from a Spider-Man movie and more. And it's just like this movie. Like when people were like, yo, this movie is going to be better or is better than the first one. I was like, yo, that's a bold ass statement. Calm down. Bold ass statement. I love the first movie. But to say that something's going to be better than it, especially the sequel. I was real hesitant. This then I watched it. it and I was like, Ooh, you think shit. it's better? What? I don't. I don't know that it's better. Is it I, better? Yeah, I. It better? It's. It is a. It, I. I wouldn't like better is hard because this movie builds on the previous movie. It's like you said. It's like a real sequel. Like yeah. it doesn't. It wouldn't. This movie doesn't stand on its own. It just doesn't. Right. Right. It's a see. It, it like. You really need to have seen the first movie. Okay, so what's the scene at the end of the first movie where, where, uh, where he's hanging over him, calling his name while he's listening to music? No, no, no. The the um the scene where with Peter B. Parker and and Miles at the very end where he catches him by the uh, Miles oh, catches yeah, him by the shirt. Yeah, and he goes, what does he uh, say to him? He says, um, 
Uh, I can't. Re- I can't believe I can't remember this. Oh, when he when like, he inspires him to go to MJ. Yeah. 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 I don't remember what he says, but I know that's that's essentially but, what ends but, up yeah. being. Like, I don't remember the exact line, but, like, that scene lives in my head. Like, I just, like, imagine mm. that all the time. And, like, but the thing is that, like, so, like, when Peter shows up again, Peter B. Parker shows up, and we learn that he's, like, he knew about the whole thing and how, like, the the kind of, like, how they're keeping this big secret for Miles. But and do, they, he, do they know before the events of movie one or after the events of movie one? I think they know after, after. but but that's okay. the thing is, like, so there's this connection that's established and if without the first movie like all the scenes with peter b parker and miles in the second movie i was like emotionally like my they were like pulling on my heartstrings the entire time but it wouldn't why he had his daughter right but it wouldn't it wouldn't have meant anything without the first movie because that first movie i still i i've probably seen that movie a dozen times and every time i watch it in that scene in the last scene between peter and miles I like cry. I like fountain. Like just like I'm like nonstop crying every time. I know what's coming, but it's so emotional. And so then to like have that connection and the fact that they have this deep connection. He's his mentor, and because he was his mentor, he turned his life around and had this kid and everything else. And that and yet he still kept this secret from Miles, and he like betrayed him in this way. It's like so. I like I was fucking mad at him. I was in the theater and I was like, I was like pissed. So fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. What you? All, all, all I gotta ask is this: How does everybody feel about Spider Punk? It's awesome. Oh, I thought he was awesome though. I, I, I want to know what's. Cool. His... I I I wasn't like, like oh, oh my god, like Obi. you're the coolest person in the world. I was like, no. all right, I get Obi. it. I get it. It's cool. He, he felt like Spider-Man out of Train Spotting. It's what it reminded me of. If anybody's ever seen the movie Train Spotting, I was like, oh, this is Spider-Man and Train Spotting. Let's go. I love it. I, I love Hobie. He was good. Why, my thing is, is why was he so against it all and then quits? And what was with the whole, He's I don't know, punk. what are you mad at? Yeah, it's punk. I think that was a, um, I think that's a, because okay. they, they made him this whole, like, so if you like, this whole vibe. yeah that's the whole british like vibe of the age that he was in um and it's just like when you see like movies like train spot and all that that's just the whole vibe it's like fuck the system fuck you i'm i'm done with it i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do that's that's pretty much what he was i i think i will say that i think the new pete the new spider-man that they introduced did not have as deep a connection with miles as the characters from the first movie like because you've got the indian peter parker and you've got um hobie um and they were both like really cool characters but i think that of the intentionally though especially with the team up at the end right right but the the like the characters because i don't know i like i felt like miguel was the strongest new character um but I felt like Hobie, like Hobie was a very cool character, but he was also sort of like a mentor, but in a different way. And he like they had that moment where he taught him to use the whole palm of his hand and all this other stuff. I just didn't I didn't buy the connection as much as I had bought the connection with him and uh, Peter B. Parker or even with Peter Porker. Like, mm-hmm. like I've like Peter Porker had like this crazy emotional. And I was so glad that even though he wasn't in this movie, he had the one line like that echo yeah. line. I think with I think with Holby. I was surprised that Spider Man Noir wasn't there, but I was like I understood I understood why Porker wasn't there because of all John's what he's been going through. But I was just like, what I have Noir? Come on, come on. 
So, I'm sure so he'll be him, in the we'll next him, one. We'll get him next year. We'll, yeah. yeah, we'll get him. Nicholas Cage we'll, is in his prime right now. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we are they in the showed, renaissance of the cage. I mean, we got Spider-Noir at the end, and then and then and I'm gonna give it to you, Val. I'm, um, I think with with um Hobie, it was more of the connection with, with Gwen because he knew Gwen more. He was true, there because he's Gwen's friend. And then he's like, you know, that small connection is like, all right, so Peter's gonna run raise the system. So I think he was more there for Gwen being her friend yeah. and as far as uh uh spider-man india it's because of him saving True. the captain so i think that that was like you know what he he saved the captain i'm there i think that's why they would add those two um we definitely did have spider noir at the very end because he did come back at the end but we didn't have nicholas cage voicing him we may get peter porker back but val i'm gonna tag you now no i was gonna ask a new question as far as how you guys felt about the universe psych out did when did you realize that he oh, wasn't where he was supposed to be i didn't realize until I, until it happened because it was the mama the so, mama i was like it, so, I, I, it was something going on i was like is this the spot doing something to her, to him like i right. thought the spot was giving I, him I, an illusion or some like he got to her i like, didn't i, I yeah. thought it was a thing where he got there too late and like something changed so I'm just thinking, like he's he's where he's supposed to be, but he's not, like time wise, like something got wibbly wobbly kind of thing. And I was like, okay, and then like it dawns, where it's like, oh, oh, does shit. it dawn like, on you when the uncle's walking through, or did it happen before, yeah, after, or I think there was way after. There was a thing with uh, with with Gwen, where Gwen was like at the window. And like mm -hmm. at that point, I didn't know like exactly what the twist, but was about. I was like, "There's something wrong. There's some. She's not in the same place. This is like not right." And then, and then they said the thing where the uncle said about the hair, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like at that yeah. when he said the thing about the hair, I was like, "I, I got like it, it, was just it picked getting... up for me oh, when when he tells her she's Spider Man. She's like Spider Man. Like what's that?" And oh, you, yeah. it, it gives a hint like she's in denial and like he's bugging, but. It was like she really didn't even know what the hell she he was talking about. Mm -hmm. yeah, so that's like, when you cosplaying when your little friends superheroes. I like, oh, I love Comic Con. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I love the twist though because like everything else was like everything else in that movie. Like I said, it's like the multiverse. Like we don't, we're not going to explain anything to you because this is all stuff from other things. Mm -hmm. But then with this twist, this wasn't from anything. There's no comic where Miles becomes a prowler right. that I know of. Like. That was like a real, actual like. I was not expecting that at all, and it was very cool. Yeah, I, but like I, when he goes, "Oh, I'm not the prowler." I was like, "Oh, yeah, I saw yeah. it coming." I, already, I, already, I saw it yeah. coming. I saw it. Yeah, when when he got knocked out, I'm Dude. like, "That wasn't a Spider Man that knocked him out." And I was like, "Oh, I knew it was. I, I knew it was the prowler that knocked him out." I didn't expect it to be I, Miles in that suit. Though. I expect I expected it because it's like his uncle was just standing there and it's like he's not the prowler. It's it's gonna be and it was like, but the prowler outfit that he had, I was like, oh shit, his prowler outfit looks sick. It's like he and and it's it's gonna be interesting where they go with that story because now that's a new dynamic you add for this character. Um, <laughs> whenever I hear Peter Porker, my brain vision Spider Pig. <laughs> 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 I would die if they allowed them to do that, where you just see Homer just walking around. It's all under the same pig. umbrella. They could. I mean, it, yeah, they could do it. So, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I think Spider Verse really, really treats the multiverse very well. 
I really feel that we 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 are getting a lot of like fan service in this because again we see a lot of stuff that we saw growing up from watching all the different Spider-Man cartoons and everything. Even like for those um in the in the early ages when they got to see the old Spider-Man in the 80s. Um but before we do continue, I just want to say Caleb, I want to thank you for coming on. This yeah. was awesome. Dude, g- g- give us give us a time. Caleb I want to give you a plug before you go. Please plug away okay. your stuff. Go right ahead and give me the total screen. Okay, sure. Yeah, if you go to unicornvampirehunter.com, uh, you will find all the info about Unicorn Vampire Hunter, which will be on Kickstarter next week. Uh, it's about a unicorn who hunts vampires with his horn. Uh, and, um, yeah, so uh, check it out. And uh, and I'm also going to be involved in a project called Space Monkey Nights Go, uh, which is about monkeys in space who believe they are king arthur's knights and fight alien wasps uh so if any of that sounds cool to you uh you can go to unicornvampirehunter.com or calebpalmquist.com and uh and there will be all the right links uh for all that stuff and uh yeah thanks for having me on and um yeah thank you for coming on caleb Caleb. good question um are you going to be including that unicorn in your kickstarter yeah, that, that little oh, this one? <laughs> so so let me tell you a story about this, because it's actually very tragic. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, damn, I, wow. I, the Kickstarter for the second issue of Unicorn Vampire Hunter, I had, I had a 3D artist um, make this sculpt, and then uh, I had a friend of mine um, 3D print them, and he printed all these rewards people had bought these and they we shipped them across the country and ups crushed the boxes and they still delivered them to my house and they were all this this is one of the only ones that was not completely destroyed and i had to refund everybody because they all got destroyed and i was like I was so distraught about it that I just like refunded people. And I, then I, I sent everybody the STL file. I was like, if you want to print it on your own, like here's your money back and here's the file. Anyway, they turned out really cool. But if you're ever going to do a miniature or like a sculpt or something for a Kickstarter, hire a professional company to do it. Uh, like, because, um, you know, as much like the, the sculpt turned out great and everything, but the, um, the, uh, yeah, the the post office sucks, and like shipping fragile things sucks. Anyway, I love this little mini, um, and uh, maybe someday I'll do some more. We we had talked about like doing like an RPG with miniatures and stuff like that. Uh, I heard you guys were talking about D and D before we started, and uh, I'm I'm with the Unicorn Vampire Hunter artist uh, Daryl Toe. I'm actively developing. It's not Unicorn Vampire Hunter. It's a different IP that we created. Uh, we're, we're developing a, a source book for uh, fifth edition. If you that, need oh, cool. playtesters. Play we, we do. We do. Let us know. Any chance we can get to try new things. Let's do it. Yeah. Sounds good. Let's sounds good. I will definitely hit you guys up for that. We could definitely get you connected with our DMs who would definitely be happy to play test anything who's yes, been doing the absolutely. Dungeons Master and putting together a lot of stuff for Dungeons and Dragons and would lo- and would be helpful with giving whatever input you guys need to help him whatever and all that. So just hit me up. Okay. Sounds good. Thank Caleb, you, Caleb. thank you for coming on. on. Yeah. Good luck. Have a good night, guys. Thank you. you <laughs> thank you.
Spider Verse. Hugo, not ever, ever, ever. Wait, what did Hugo ask? I don't see. Val should join as a playtester. Yeah, she's gonna join as a playtester. She just doesn't know it yet. Um. <laughs> no. So, I would also ask. Throughout this movie, there was a lot of memorable, like, standout points. Was there anything from the first movie that didn't get referenced in the second movie or, or did get referenced? What was something that was, like, that tie-in that they did that you were like, yes, I'm glad they did that? The or, bagel, sad, or, or, sad, or sad that they didn't do it. No, the bagel point with him tying into what his bit worst villain will be, and he's like, you're just, like, the villain of the week and the how they tied it into the first movie being some nobody that no one knows mm-hmm. and he's i you hit me with the bagel and i'm the one who when i did the first test who brought the spider over you don't see how we like tie in together <laughs> and <laughs> who's gonna know that like i don't understand so i thought that was a pretty cool way to bring this villain in and tie it to his origin because peter parker is involved in almost every of his villains origin right and yeah. Here we get to see oh my God, yeah. not all, but a, a big chunk. A good of chunk, them. yeah, yeah. yeah. And chunk. having Miles get his own little um influence on his own origin villain, I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. So I, oh. um no, I would say I would say it was definitely it was definitely the the bagel thing. I think it was just real it was just really a fun a really fun uh callback to like a, a, a nonsense thing that happens and like this whole idea of like the little things that you don't think about doing and they end up being bigger than what you think they would be and him just like distracting and just tossing the bagel making this dude kind of go full-blown you're my arch enemy also we never got a chance to talk about spot and i thought i thought spot was actually actually was a better villain if with what they did and how he's becoming this threat and like leveling himself up yeah and becoming I, more um I think, uh, uh, aggressive and, and scary. I think that's what's great about Spider-Man villains. And just to touch up on that, man, because I'm glad you brought that up, Tom. Because uh, as far as it goes, I mean, I believe Spot for many years was considered like a joke villain, but then they started fleshing the characters out on how like their power started developing and all that, and you saw that kind of transition with this character on screen, where it's like. He's just this big joke who can't bear who can barely steal money from an ATM in the beginning. But then he starts understanding his power. And I think that's that's where he showcased that a lot of these characters whose power sets are considered jokes over the years and how they've like started to develop them. Um, because like Spider-Man has a huge gallery of villains that just like Marvel in general and DC have villains that are just super jokes. Like they had a villain who had to sniff cocaine in order to boost up his power. That is a legit villain. You have Stiltman, who is a villain who walks on stilts. It's like I think this was just an overall of seeing how Spot leveled up. And it just shows that he can go from this joke to once determined become this really huge powerful threat. And he became a threat. He's become a threat to the multiverse. So that's just that's just my opinion. So I, and and just on these what they call morts of the month. That's what they used to call them back in the wizard days, like 
Ruby Tuesday who cut off her head to replace it with the Ruby Orb or like um what was it the the wizard who was a guy who ran fast but he wore a yellow suit and Deadpool made fun of him <laughs> um so it's a there's a number of really bad villains I I genuinely enjoyed that while we got the spot as a villain they made Miguel look like a villain yeah, because yeah. for all intents and purposes, he is not a villain because he firmly believes that he is doing the right thing. Yeah. But what better way to like have a villain be a villain when they truly believe what they're doing is the right thing? Lex Luthor is one of my favorite comic book villains. Thanos. <laughs> like when they firmly believe that what they're doing is right. Killmonger, same thing. I believe what I am doing is right. Are they wrong? I mean, what I liked, what I like what they did with Miguel though is that Miguel, Miguel, <laughs> uh, uh, fucked up a whole universe. Like he lived it. Like it's not like like Thanos was like Thanos's whole thing was I'm use I'm mathematically thinking this shit isn't gonna work. We're gonna run out of resources, um, and we should do something about it. It never happened, and but he just took the time to do it and prove oh well i'm right um and and you know killmonger kind of different he's seeing and he wants to do what he has to do but i think what i loved about Miguel was like i did this i did the exact same thing you're doing i'm i screwed up an entire universe and learned that if we don't stick to where our place is we're going to destroy our own universes mm. um and it's coming not just from a place of theory, but a place of experience, and like he just can't com- he can't communicate that very well, unfortunately. But what if <laughs> what happened wasn't because of him and something com- a different, completely different catalyst, and he just thinks it is, and so now I he's mean, going on his fool's errand, and it's not something that it would is it would be is. interesting to see if that's the reason why in the next movie, like, and then like it's revealed to him, but I don't if that were the case. I wouldn't want it revealed till way after, like late, I just mid, mid third act kind of thing. I find it hard because we know they're connected to the MCU just from what we've seen. And mm-hmm. the MCU has been doing this whole thing. We saw it in What If and we saw it in, in, in Multiverse of Madness of like, if you fuck with your, if you fuck with these main points in the, in your universe, you're going to destroy mm-hmm. your universe. And like, so I, I would find it really weird if they bait and switched us with, with Miguel's and it ends up mm. being something else because we've already had two instances of someone cha- doing something to change their well, fate. But what if that happened? They, it just wasn't they, him. Do you, do you think that they would make it so that miles ends up just being a nexus being? So that's why, even though he's an anomaly, it's not going to fuck up a, a branch kind of thing. Mm. I would I think, think so. I, I think so. Yeah. And also, too, it's like, you know, Marvel does that, that they played with that. There are the Nexus beings. There's these beings who um, exist outside these, um, I would dare say, fixed events, because that's what you learned from um, when I was watching the Flash series, that there are fixed events that have to happen. Um, That's why I feel that there's more that what Miguel is not revealing. And that he's like, the reason he didn't recruit Miles is because they're going this whole anomaly. And that's why I'm like, well, if a Spider-Man wasn't bitten in a universe that it was supposed to be bitten, wouldn't that universe have collapsed on itself? I, I just ask these questions because I'm like, I really feel 
that there's just more that Miguel's not revealing, which mm-hmm. that's why I feel like he's more like the he who remains version mm-hmm. of Kang, but he's for the Spider-Man. And it's like, he didn't start building this whole crew until after the events of what happened in the first Spider-Verse movie. Mm-hmm. And if you really think about it too, a lot of these Spider-Men were pulled into Spider-Man's universe. Again, I think that there's more to these um, canon events than what Miguel is leading up to. Um, maybe he, and I'm just, it's just hitting me now, maybe he is the one who resp- is responsible for it based off, oh, I learned about another universe where I died, so I went there to go live versus like, you know, I should have stayed in my universe because he's like, he wanted this whole thing of a family. Like I, it's, there's a lot that leads with this version of Miguel that I feel that he's just not, because like you had that whole monologue with him. Like, only I know the truth. When he's, like, looking at all these screens and everything. But and I think, like, I have I to think live that, with the truth. I think that still, that still, like, falls into the category of, like, firmly believing something so much because no, he it experienced does. it. And it's not so much that he's hiding anything so much as that, like, I need to take onus and, and like, and I can be the one, well, like, I have to be the one who to do it. Well, Otherwise, the- if anyone else does it, as he as he's seeing it happen, they're gonna fuck it up. Well, it goes back to that Batman, um, that Batman line in um, Nolan's Batman, where you live long enough, uh, where you're the hero, you live long enough, where you're, you eventually become the villain. And almost, almost, yeah, I, you know, you know what I mean. It, it, it's literally that line. I mean, Thanos believed in something. Until he, you know, he really became the villain. Um, Killmonger believed in something, and he became the villain. Um, you do Killmonger see, is well, yeah. a villain. Yeah. Killmonger it's, it's, is a villain. Thanos is a villain. Like, but they, Thanos was a villain from the jump. He was doing his thing. No, no, no. You know who's a real villain? High evolutionary. That's a fucking villain. That's an asshole. <laughs> They're all villains. But it's like even even like you know like remember from what if um how Hachichala uh, he became Star Lord, and um talked Thanos down from genocide and he just it became a running joke. He's like my plan would have worked. <laughs> that was pretty funny. He becomes a member of his Guardians team. Um, no, it's it's just very interesting that you know you get those heroes that told the line where eventually they do become the villain because of their belief. And I get what you're saying. I, I think also in this next movie because of how they set up this this last movie there's going to be essentially miles having to fight miguel slash whoever other spider-man he gets in his corner mm-hmm. he has to fight his way out of that prowler situation and then also has to fight spot which doesn't have to be him solo versus everyone but it's him solo versus the Prowler, I'm assuming. Like that's, gonna be, like, that's gonna be his own journey. Yeah. Right. And I think that that's there has to be like a like uh one of those like anime like inner like battles of like what I'm doing is right. You know what I mean? Because I I think there's gonna be a question of miles from that universe is so far gone. He doesn't think that what he's doing is wrong because he's doing what he needed to do to survive or just like to provide. Mm-hmm. 
So is he wrong? And he's going to try to prove to our Miles that he's right. And that what Miles is doing is a fool's errand. Because what most villains think that what heroes do is, is a fool's errand. And I think that's what's going to play in the next movie, with at least those two. Yeah. I can see that happening. It's it's going to, I, it's definitely going to, he has several conflicts to piece out. And how they play out is going to be very interesting. So we we got a very incomplete movie, which is probably the only reason I wouldn't say better than the first, but it's close to because it wasn't a, a complete movie. I feel like two and three are going to be like one movie. Yeah, like yeah, when you, yeah when, you, like when you when you flat out say to be continued, right? right? Like, like I can't like you know like I look like you look at Infinity War. Like I can't say Infinity War as a standalone movie is one that's of the why, best that's why, that's why it's like, better it's it's better than it's better than ultron yeah right yeah. like, it's better like than I, ultron. I personally love i personally <laughs> love endgame way more than infinity war so i think with this as much as i love this movie mm-hmm. i'm going it's to love the ending one, and yeah. how they like wrap everything up a lot yeah. more i agree not that i don't love this i think personally it's going to be one of those things where this is going to be a rare instance of Seabass doing Seabass things. Yep. Listen, this is a movie doing all this stuff, man. <laughs> uh, I think. Th- oh, sorry. This is going to be one of those instances where we get the perfect trinity of like trilogy movie, like, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be like one surpasses and one of the cases. No, it progressively gets better or right serves different purposes because i think the first one is going to be the favorite i'll put it i'll put it best way i can explain it bioshock franchise all three games are amazing the reason why i can say that with like full confidence is because i played all of them last year the reason why two gets a lot of like eh, it wasn't that good is because when you look at one one was such a revolutionary standout game that everyone was like oh shit like this is this is it. That's what Into the Spider Verse did. It was the yeah, old shit I, I, movie. I love you, Law, and I respect you, but Bioshock Three is the best one. Right. Well, this is well. Listen, <laughs> let me. Gonna, I was I was trying to get. I'm just gonna be like, like I'm like, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, I'm not so gonna he, listen. what he's saying is that Three is gonna be the best <laughs> one. That Two didn't though. stand up because it's it didn't my, I know, I know. blow right. it out the park. But know, it's not saying that Two is bad. Like Two is not bad. But you look at them in comparison and you're just you're just like how do i pick from i just thought, i'm gonna three look at really whole. great things and be like oh this one was bad because one in three were all made no this one was still amazing it just wasn't whatever you know what i, I mean? do i just look i'm gonna look at it as like i'm gonna look at it at least for two and three because you do this whole to be continued like literally this probably movie is gonna literally pick up at the punching bag mm-hmm. because they're doing a really good job right so I'm going to look at two and three as I look at Kill Bill volume one and two. Like I look at Kill Bill volume one and two as one fucking movie. The only thing that changes is the genre. That's it. You go from Japanese to spaghetti Western. That's the only thing that changes, but it's one movie. So it's like you got the first into the spider verse movie, which is a standalone movie tells your story. Don't need a sequel. We want a sequel. 
And then you've got two and three, which are telling this complete story for Miles, his growth, and him becoming Spider-Man. Now, however, mm. I do feel like we're going to have the conversation of which is the better Spider-Man trilogy. Mm. And I feel like this is going to just easy. kick... Easy. Miles is going to kick everyone's ass. Yeah. And see, you know, I will or, say Miles... And then Tom. And then Tom. Like, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're like this right now. And then Andrew. Whoa, 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 whoa. And then Toby. Bass, I love it you. Really, but it it's really... not there like this right now. It's, it's Miles. It Miles. You know what Tom it is? is Tom is in the running. For me, anyway. Because especially over the weekend, <laughs> I've watched just about every Spider-Man related movie. Uh, well, the Toby. They're all on Andrews. Disney Plus now. No, no. Well, it was Most on TNT. Are. Most of them. <laughs> Um, and then went into Homecoming Spider-Verse and, you know, I watched the rest on Disney Plus, but um, it, it, I realized Toby's weren't horrible. Part three was an exception, right? It was just not done well. Toby's Peter Parker, I, the deer in headlights look, I don't know. It, it just, now that I've seen so many different iterations, didn't give me what I need again. And then Andrew was great as spider-man and the smart ass remarks and the like he's so i love andrew tom does very well with a bit of both for me now with this spider-verse and this miles the storyline how they interconnect everything and make it work for this universe where we get to see a lot of the characters that we loved in the books and in the games and everything else i just think that they hold more even though differences of the comic books but they hold more to the comic character itself than any iteration we've seen of Spider-Man in live action. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Thank you. I love you see Bass, but you saying they're like this? Mm -mm. I mean, right now for me, they're like Not this. in this it's house. Like, Not in like this house. house I think he's saying that because Tom Holland's had his three movies and No Way Home was fantastic. No Way Home was fantastic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We're not taking it away from that. How Ever, I think what messes up for me anyway in this MCU's Spider Man, a lot of it takes away from what makes Peter Parker Peter Parker well, when they tied in Iron Man with it. Well, the thing is, this is that Tom Holland's Spider Man that was, that was his Uncle Ben, though. Yeah, but Spider -Man, I get it. Tom Holland's Spider Man the, had two Uncle Ben moments. Yeah, yeah, we already had <laughs> but we needed Tom something Holland different. Holland had back to back two Uncle yeah. Ben moments. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, well, now it's but, Captain. Now it's the captain, right? But, um, yeah, oh, captain. Yeah. oh no! Oh fuck! No, for me, Tom Holland Spider Man did something that we got to love in the comics was when Spider Man had his team ups. You got to see that with Tom Holland Spider Man's that you didn't have in Garfield's or Toby's because at the time they weren't intermingling properties. With Tom Holland's, they did something different when you got to see him actually mix it with the other with the other comic heroes, which you got okay. to see in Spider-Man in the comics when he mixed it up with the other heroes, especially when he became an Avenger, that's what you kind of got. He was with in Holland. the Avengers. He was in the Fantastic yeah. Four. Spider-Man is one of the most popular Marvel characters, did it. just like Wolverine, and they and then, intertwined them all. And it sucks for Garfield because I told him said because he didn't do that thing in Africa, but also too, because at the time when they were trying to push Garfield's Spider-Man, they were much mostly trying to push the Sinister Six in the second movie, which he took like second fiddle in that movie. 
And then they start to do all the stuff like, oh, we're going to have a spinoff. Like there was reports like we're going to have an Aunt May spinoff where she was a spy in another life. Oh, we're going to have this spinoff. We're going to have the Felicia Hardy spin. Like, I don't believe everything you read. No, that was all confirmed stuff that never, it was supposed to be launched. Confirmed where? Confirmed where if it never came out? No, they had a lot of, no, no. They had a lot of plans for Garfield. Like, I I don't know. I don't, I don't know about. There, I don't know a about such... a lot of that, but the Sinister Six one. Was oh, I remember legit. that one. Yeah, that was yep. the legit yep. one that we knew oh, was going to happen because even in and... Spider-Man Two, they did the walk through the hall in Oscorp mm-hmm. of all the. And we see the 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 Vulture Easter eggs there. And, you know, yeah. we saw yeah. Venom. Uh, and, yeah. And there was that Sony leak that that they were like, yeah, this yeah. is all the stuff that they wanted to do. Like there was a lot of rumor. There was a lot not rumors. There was a lot of stuff that Sony wanted to do. And well, we're getting leak... Craven next, no? Yeah, Craven's next. Um, Look at your face. Look at your faces. Oh my God. Craven and 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 Triantula, who's gonna be played by Bad Bunny, who's also a wrestler now. I just, um, I just can't fucking just, shoot me. I just I'm can't. watching. No, no, it's not we are watching no, no. it. No, we're not. Triantula. Yes, Actually, yes. Bad Bunny is not playing Triantula. He's playing a wrestling. He's playing a wrestler who had two issues. Yeah. He was in two issues, and people had the balls. But like, we got our first Hispanic superhero movie. Fuck you. No. <laughs> All right, fuck you. All right, we and, can either uh, give that to Miles or we can give that to Blue Beetle. We ain't giving it to Bad Bunny. <laughs> Miles, That's it. Miles walked so Bad Bunny could stumble. Like, come on. <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> so, so, who is this we? Um, I would say he's up for it to I watch this garbage Sony Marvel. Movie. Uh, I would have given. Thank you, of course. Thank you, Pong. We're I watching it. I seriously would have given Bad Bunny a different character, someone who's only been in two issues, so who's like a nobody. I would have given him someone else. Doesn't need to be in the movies. Just, just let him continue singing. Like I, like, I liked him he's, in he's um, a dying in Bullet Train. lines in Bullet Train. Right, exactly. <laughs> he's a wrestler doing the Canadian Destroyer now, jumping off the top ropes too. So he, he did the oh, all right. absolutely, absolutely. Her Aunt May is like one of my favorite Aunt Mays. Yeah, it just sucks. Um, I hate you, bro. <laughs> 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 I I hate it. I hate it too. I hate it so much. But that shit was funny as hell. I hate this it. Listen, annoying. I'm man. watching it. Uh, Fucking Pietro is craving the hunter. Was... Are you kidding me right now? That was hardly Pietro. Okay. Listen, he was still Pietro. I'm more excited about Craven coming Fox into this game. Was, he was, he was Spider-Man game. Yes. That shit looks fucking it awesome. So good. Oh, oh the new Spider-Man game, so even good. with the yes. symbiote suit. Yeah. With like I say, as a group, we play it and we review that and we go like break. Like I would do that. I would do that. Spider-Man One and Miles Morales, but I was debating my plank getting in because I heard they're very good. They are very so, good. Spider-Man so, should have. I would replay both of those games with you just so you could play it. Yes, no, that's how good it is. It's, it's, so, so it's, good. it's so good. I rarely finish games because I don't have time. I made the time to finish both games. I'm literally just playing to go back yeah. to I want 100% it out and do all the missions. Yeah. I did part one. I did like the regular Pete story during the pandemic, finished it all, loved mm-hmm. it. Did all of the, you know, the did DLCs Hammerhead, or, did the whole Catwoman, Silver Sable is the only one I'm not done Who with. Yet. Catwoman. I mean, Black Cat, sorry. <laughs> Fair. My bad. Disrespectful. I know, oh, I know. My bad. <laughs> but 
Then I did uh I did Miles. For, Miles is shorter, right? Miles is shorter. It's but super I, short. It should have been a I DLC. Did it, but I did it. it I did it for uh for Twitch, and it was such a good story. It's so good. So oh good. Oh my god! Like it, it's short. It's longer than a DLC would be, but shorter than a game is. Okay. Yes. No, that's fine because I put and, in I put in time with God of War, and oh my god, it's so good. I I I will say. For me, anyway, I had started Spider-Man, never finished it, and went and played Miles and finished that. And I was like, oh, now I have to go back and finish Spider-Man. And it was just so epic. Yo, it was just really good. you did what? Yeah, 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 I know. Bro. So How? No, I know. I need to get back. I got the PS5. I need to get the Spider-Man games. Yeah, you should. I mean, they play like Arkham, right? Essentially? Yeah. More or less, yes. They play like Arkham, and it's a lot of... A lot of fun, like, like leveling and doing all the little, like things. all the little stuff, like and yeah, all the suits, exactly. right? Like, you have like every yep. fucking Spider-Man suit, right? Yeah, yep, bro, yep. I'd be out there just looking at my drip, going, "Yes, yes." Then you, <laughs> I, I like having because there's sections where, like in Arkham, where you have to do the sound waves, right? Yeah. There's sections like that with the police studios, and then you have to find your backpacks. And yeah. things there's a lot of little things on the side that's very similar to the Arkham as well. So like they have was, the whole like you can go to um, landscape pictures and stuff like that too uh, of the city. You could go to the dude's hideouts and you can do like all stealth or you could do like like I wanna mm -hmm. run these hands. I do stealth until oh they caught you me. Can't no more. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm like, oh well, <laughs> guess what? I gotta die oh, now. No, no. <laughs> like, like doing those combos in Arkham were great, man. Just like just Bro. watching Bruce Wayne just kick everyone's ass. Yeah. I will say, like, as I would say Arkham Asylum and, and um and Arkham Arkham City? City, that level of gadgets and like the like the way you can get so like it's like, more like so many variations. It's that for Spider-Man. Spider-Man has so yeah. many variations of how you can play and take down enemies and fight and like build your suits out and build your skill set. Mm -hmm. Endless fun. Yep. Agreed. All right. All right. I just bought Street Fighter, so I gotta chill. Oh, have fun <laughs> with that. I've Ooh, heard yeah. nothing but good I things. I heard really that. good things. I played the demo for like 2.5 seconds. Is it worth the buy? I mean, I I got it because a lot of my boys play Street Fighter and and like it's the new Street Fighter, so I need to have it. And I, yeah. you know, and it's cross, and it's and it's Xbox, and it's cross play, and you know, and yeah. Street Fighter. So like, yeah, I know, but I'm, I, I'm not it. deep in the fighting games community or scene. But like everyone who More is in, who is a fighting game head, has been like Street Fighter Six is. Yeah, you get to make shit. your own Street Fighter. Oh yeah, you get character. to make your own thing for world for world tour and that. stuff. But like, and you get to fight people on the street. Yes, in world tour. Yes. Like I saw someone walk up to a mime, smack him, and I was like, fight. I was like, Holy Yes, shit. you can just fight who are you. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. But I, I just I just picked <laughs> it up and then um I was debating about getting Diablo, but I was like, I can't do another open world live game. I can't I can't I'm not gonna keep up with it, so it's not even worth me to me getting it. Well, next time I do an open world like big big game is uh eventually when, kingdom I get, is... eventually when I do uh, PS5 and get uh, the new Horizon DLC that I've heard nothing but good things about. I know. I need to play that too. I need to play mm -hmm. one and two of that. <gasps> Me too. Mm -hmm. I, heard, I heard I was going to play this awesome game called Dungeons and Dragons. No, Link, Link to um, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I've started it. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like I'm, I, I don't know, man. It's just it's Zelda's Tears of the Kingdom, right? It's just so many so games the, out there right the now. The whole Zelda thing, though, and maybe it's just like my old Zelda head coming up, but it was just like it's open world, and now you can craft. I'm like, oh my god, I mean, the crafting I is a lot. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if I need. Have you seen the videos? Have you seen the videos of people breaking the fuck out of the game? No, no, no. I have seen the videos of people breaking the game and like they're doing it and like look, whatever. It's just I'm it's just it's it's not for me. Like I I I love Ocarina. I I love like my linear. I will never I will never like get a switch until like Like, I really felt like I needed it. Like Ocarina of Time perfection. Wait, what what are they breaking? Yeah, Ocarina of Time is amazing. Mm. Just the, one of the best. I would say Breath of the Wild comes in very close second mm. there. Tears of the Kingdom, though, is a little bit more complicated for my g- game style taste, especially with what I'm used to with Zelda. But I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with what you're saying, but it doesn't hinder the experience. I'm telling you, it's good. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. Because I, I played the episodes like it just, it's so, it was so weird. This whole open world mm-hmm. aspect for. For Zelda, like I'm, I was, I was just a really weird, um, when I started playing Tears of the Tears of the Well, and I know it's good. It's just one of those things where like I don't have the time. I'm not gonna play it. It is what it is. Um, I am excited for though is the Final Fantasy VII version of Metal Gear Solid Three. I can't wait for that shit. Yes, I love Metal Gear. Metal Gear so. Solid. I haven't played in years though. But they're remaking Snake Eater. Perfection. Really. They are like full yeah. on, full yeah. on remaking Snake Eater, like doing a full like Final Fantasy VII remake version yeah. of it, and then they are releasing uh, Metal Gear One, Metal Gear uh, Two, and Metal Gear Three as HD remakes that came out for like the PS3. They're releasing those as well. Um, but I'll uh, go back yeah. and do those because I haven't done those in like ages. Yeah, man, I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever finished. Which one? Uh. I played. I remember playing one with my brother, like a little bit. I know he finished it. Um, I played a little bit of three. Again, a lot of like the the Metal Gears. I didn't get to play my own because I didn't have my console at the time. Like I, it was it was like my brother's console or whoever's console. Um, I did finish the PSP games, which no one loves except for me for whatever reason. Uh, okay. Metal Gear Acid. Yeah. Metal Gear Acid was so much That's fun. That's the card one. Yeah, that shit was stupid. I, I don't know why. I think it's because <laughs> it was I, think it's, I think it's because like I love a good like. I know I you lo- like the car. I know you like card deck building games though. I love a good card deck builder, and it was really good for that aspect. So you know, I was here yeah. for that. No, no, we're no. totally getting off topic, but it's okay. I figured we're getting off soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're getting. Uh, that next that. week. Uh, I would have to uh, check. Let me check the camera. I got you. Final thoughts for uh, Transformers. For, oh, is it Transformers? Uh, is it Transformers? Yes, that, that comes out this, week, out this that... weekend. Oh Holy shit! shit. Okay. Holy shit! It does. Another movie weekend, guys. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? I actually may. I actually do need to tell you. I have like a major work event on Tuesday, so I will not be on. Oh no! Major work event, like my black tie event, is on Tuesday. Oh, the one even. Yeah. Doing all the things, the thing things for. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So I will, right. I will, I will not be on. Um, so someone can come on and and co-sign oh, for me if you guys want to. If you guys are still going to do Transformers, cool. Um, I want to. I, I want to hold on. 
because I know you are really looking forward to it. I don't. I feel like I'm you're... looking forward to it until I have. I ha- look, like, I'm looking forward to it because Bear wants to see it. You know, I haven't seen the reviews, and once I knew that they were bringing Unicron into it, I was like, "How are they going to fuck this up?" And then the fact that <laughs> I was like, "How are they going to fuck this up?" Man? First of all, have you? RC looks amazing in it. I'm just, I just excited to see RC the way she's supposed to look on screen. Pete Davidson's a transformer. Okay, is yeah. he? He's Mirage. Really? Yeah. There's all these promos on my social media of him recording his lines for Mirage. Mm-hmm. He is Mirage. Send that to me. I didn't even know that. <laughs> oh, That's why I stay away from before, all the videos before beforehand. we sign off. Final okay, thoughts sorry. on Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, and any uh, more theories or whatever you want to throw out there for the movie. And then we'll wrap up. Uh, I thought it was a excellent sequel to an already excellent movie and worth the five years, Jesus, five years before the pandemic yeah. uh, that we waited from, from it. And I'm, uh, I, was, I, I didn't think they were going to do Spotwell because he was a joke character. I was confused in the trailers of why all these Spider-Men are chasing Miles. And now I'm here, and I cannot wait for March next year. Yeah, I I second that. I think this was an awesome um, sequel. I love it just as much as the first. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Is the next one should be freaking amazing. It's it should be freaking amazing. Yeah. Yes, Pong. It has been five years since the first Spider-Man. <laughs> so I get you. A, I'm trying to find the official uh, release date. Pandemic uh, affected a lot. See, best what? How May. did you feel? August, 2018. August, 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 2018. 2018, not 2017. Um, 2018. So, what so I feel fast. about this movie? There was a lot of great stuff in this movie. First of all capturing the culture of Miles Morales where it's like, again, it hit home with the whole bendición, the bendiga, the relationship between his mother and father, um, the whole mixed family household. Um, I love that this was a love letter for everything Spider-Man just by all the cameos and Easter eggs that we got to see in the movie, which is like if you if you knew, you knew, and it just makes you even curious to go, okay, I want to find out about this character. Um, it definitely showcased why Spider Gwen stood out with all those um, Gwen Stacy concepts they came out with when they had the whole month of Gwen and why she is here to stay because she's just an awesome, phenomenal character that it just she sticks out on her own. Um, and then Miles himself, um, like we've seen the journey of Peter Parker, we've seen the growth from. Um, you know, great power, great responsibility, and seeing Miles go through that journey in his own way and all that. A to me, I feel like we've had that history with so many years with Peter Parker that now we're seeing this with Miles. It's like that for a new generation to get into the Spider lore. I feel like Miles is the the character that helps bridge the gap for newer fans into the Spider Man universe who haven't grown up with Peter, and is also helping bridge the gap for older fans who got to grow up with Peter when you see that mentor. So I think Spider-Verse does a lot. And I think that it's 
going to set up a great sequel that we're going to get with this trilogy, and I think it's going to be a very strong trilogy for Spider-Man. Cosign all of what you guys have said so far. Um, this is definitely a franchise. This this franchise introduced me to Miles in a way that like people kept telling me, "Yo, Law, he is black and Puerto Rican like you. You're gonna love this kid. Like, what is that there? Personality, like, all that." And I was just like, "Guys, mm-hmm. come on!" And then I watched the movie, the first one, and I was like, "Oh, I get it. I understand why people kept telling me you're Miles." And the writing, the 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 growth of this kid, like it's everything they've done with him. It's so like I feel so much of myself in Miles, and it's why like I love him and adore him so much because like there's such a connection there. But like I am really looking forward to how seeing how they close out this trilogy. Um, this is this is easy one of my favorite sequels that I've ever seen. Um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with uh, the next one. March can't come fast enough. Honestly, I wouldn't be mad if they get a live version of him to jump into the whole multiverse with um, MCU to have him with Tom Holland. That yeah, would be it'll, something it'll interesting. It'll be I down mean, the line, they're... but now, so, now it can happen sooner than later because you have him in college and he, there's going to be some time out. So like, I would say by if, if Tom does another two or three, by the end of two or the end of three, then you can start introducing Miles. Yeah. Because even even in the game, I want to say like they're about eight years apart or something like that. Because Pete's already like just leaving college, like over the cases, um, and Miles is just entering high school, like in early like freshman sophomore year. So. Yeah. That'll be exciting. Before we go, Miles is a oh, live action person or an animation. Uh, I would love to see him live, live action. Live, live, live yeah. action. Yeah. I think um, the the fan casting is the actor also named Miles from Blackish. I don't know if you guys Ooh. have seen him. Yeah, the, the, the one that plays. He's uh, the young. He's the youngest son. Mm. Mm. The one, oh, not the one that plays Junior. I know you're oh, talking about. That's not Junior. Yes. It's not Junior. It's one of the ones who plays the twins. It's one of the one who plays the twins. Miles Brown. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's, I can see that now. Yep. Yep. I can see that. I can yeah. see that. Yep. I definitely mm. could see it. Yep. He's been the that's been the fan casting. Um and another one I saw people saying is that um some people were saying that Millie Alcock could play uh Gwen. House of Dragon. I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, but that I, uh, you can't have Haley do it because Haley's right, already. No, but I'm saying, so the only the only trouble with having them is they look great now. They're perfect casting now, but like with my pick Dylan O'Brien, so he could be fucking Nightwing. He's gonna grow out of it eventually. So Tom Holland is 27, and he's still in high school. Fair, <laughs> fair. <laughs> okay. Point so. made. <laughs> we still Another. Got- we still got some time. <laughs> another another fan casting was from um what was it Wednesday the one that played the wolf for one oh uh yeah 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 uh, oh, Emma yeah. something yeah. or other yeah I think uh before we go we have uh Rotten Tomato scores that dropped ooh for this movie 
No, not for this movie. This movie was amazing. No, for movies of movies that we one we're not going to see, and then okay. we are going to see. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. For the Flash, with seventy-one reviews, we are at seventy-two percent. Wow. I know. That's on what um, the critic side. Critic. We haven't gotten audience because audience hasn't seen it yet. Um, okay. However, usually it can either go really high because the audience loves it. Which is what you know the rock counts when he looks at his movies, um, or or uh, it'll it'll go down. But like seventy two and seventy one isn't bad, especially when like no one's blowing it up and saying it's the best thing. However, this Transformers movie not looking too good with forty eight reviews, fifty six percent. Oh, we might have to switch it up. Now, I have to hood box it. Granted, granted Flash comes out Fast the X. I'm not, also, I'm not hoodboxing it. Not Fox, Fast but. X also got 56%. But what's the what's the audience score? 85. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What yeah. what's 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 the Van Diesel score? <laughs> Jason Momoa was still in my part. Yo, I'm sorry, but now The Rock is coming back. The Rock is coming back in Fast of the Furious 10-2. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. 10-2? Yes. Yeah. Yes, remember, yeah. it's, remember part, part ten is a trilogy. They're start. They're setting up. He's supposed to be doing like a. He's doing a Hobbs and Shaw, Shaw two sequel, and then it'll set into the ten other two. One. Oh god! <laughs> also, finally saw John Wick four. Oh fucking so amazing. good! Right? We <laughs> could just talk. We could just talk John so Wick good. four. Please and Wait, are you guys? So you're totally going away from Transformers? Is that what we're talking about? Right no, now? no, no. I'm still going to see Transformers. <laughs> I'm just literally just showing the Rotten Tomato score because I knew Transformers Rotten Tomato score was going to be basuda. Like I, I, I wasn't ex- I wasn't expecting critics to like yeah. the Transformers movies. Right. Uh, actually, you know what? Let's just hold on. I, I, and then we can go after this. <laughs> we can go after this. I just want to see what we get for Transformers. Okay, let's see. Oh, they're so bad. Wait, wait, wait. Transformers: The Last Night, sixteen percent. Oh yeah. Transformers: Age of Extinction, eighteen percent. Given. Transformers: Dark of the Moon, thirty-five percent. Given. Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen, twenty percent. Now, here we go. Listen. Now, the original Transformers movie from twenty two thousand seven with Shia LaBeouf. Which I found good for being a live action Transformers movie and entertaining was 57%. So if Transformers Rise of the Beasts is 56%, That's I may thing. enjoy this movie. That's a good thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm That's gonna... a win. That's a win. <laughs> I'm just curious, just curious. Well, how did Bumblebee rate? Uh, let me, let me, uh, I mean, because to... Bumblebee was great. I have to. I got. I got to. I got to put it in. They don't have the '86 movie because Rotten Tomatoes wasn't around. But that would be a hundred, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Oh, the, the animated movie. The animated movie from 1986, <laughs> the greatest animated that movie. That would be hundred. No, all time, all time. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I will die on that hill. I will die on that hill. That movie. That, that, that movie is hour, amazing. That hour and a half car, uh, toy commercial with <laughs> that with that soundtrack <laughs> is incredible. It's an '80s classic. I get it. Uh, Bumblebee, let's see. Um, 91. Okay. That, that, I'm okay with that. What's you know interesting what? is that, that Bumblebee sense. has a that 91%, tracks. which was fantastic, 91% critic, 
certified fresh, 74% audience. Wow. Interesting. Wow. Probably didn't like a girl leading their movie. Hold on. So, <laughs> yeah. What was so low? Uh, we gave uh, it was uh, all the Transformers except for the first one. It was mid. It was mid. And, and this one. Uh, is it just the critics? Yes. Yes. Uh, well, right the, 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 uh, all the other Transformers movies, I believe they just show critics. They just show critics because Transformers 2007, the first Shia LaBeouf movie, 57% critics, 85% audience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the bar is low. The bar is low. I'm listen. I'm, but I'm still with it. I'm, I'm still, still with, with it. I know what I'm gonna get yes, from a Transformers I know. movie. It's such a fun fact that the legendary actor slash director Orson Welles, his last movie before this man died, is Transformers <laughs> as Unicron. Like it's such a fun fact, and I feel like some hibbity bibbity film critic. Be like, oh, Orson Welles. Be like, I know Orson Welles. No, you don't. Name a movie that's not Citizen Kane. I got you, <laughs> motherfucker. I got you. <laughs> I I don't know any movies that's that he's in. Citizen Kane is like the movie that he that he. Uh, he was, oh, I he see. Was a, I he see. was a he was a whole voice and everything. It was it was <laughs> definitely his voice. Citizen Kane. Um, yeah, and then you go with Transformers the movie, but um. <laughs> No, oh, next week's Transformers might might just drag Pong in. <laughs> Pong goes to see mm-hmm. it. Pong, you're gonna go gonna... see Transformers. You see Transformers? Right? You're here with us now. You might as well answer. That's how we get them. The Beast Wars Transformers movie. Come on, you had a break for like two weeks, man. Come on. Right. <laughs> He's like, and fuck. Every time they keep pulling me back in. Uh, then oh man, then he's not answering. No, he's not. <laughs> he just jumped off. All right. Well, we're uh, if it's well, we're, I don't think we're gonna do it. Th- I'm, we're not gonna do it this Tuesday because I'm not gonna be on. <laughs> Catch the movie in Phoenix. There you go, Hugo. That's the way to go. <laughs> right. Solutions. Solutions, not problems. Yeah. Um. Oh, so, what are we doing next week? I think we can figure it out offline if we, you guys yeah, don't want to do. If you guys don't, right. if you guys don't want to do Transformers, um, and I'll I'll be back the week uh, who after. Who said we don't want to do Transformers? That week, that right. week, that week. So you want us? Yeah, to y'all wait. can do Bad Batch. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm the only one who wants to talk about Bad Batch. You guys suck. Okay, I'm I the world first. No, you're my I'm, own. You, look, you're the look, only look, one look, who watches look, Star Wars be, with me. I'm gonna be 100 percent with you. We I force just, the other ones. I just don't care for the animations. I don't know okay. what it is. I know they're okay. good. Whatever. I was like, I was like yo, I watched it. I, I know. I know you. We watched. also didn't talk about Tales of the Jedi, which was amazing. That I didn't what watch. That again? It's literally six episodes, fifteen minutes each. Oh yes, three yes, about no, Count Dooku, three about Ahsoka, and the Count Dooku ones are amazing. So epic. <laughs> right. Oh man, uh, you guys are not saying. Uh, what do you with okay. me, Pong? On uh, oh, the start, which one? On oh, the twentieth, I think. I think that's we it. can figure yes. it out. Yes, the twentieth would be the Tuesday. I'm back. So, so we'll, we'll we'll figure it on the back end, guys. But again, this has been another fun venture of Puerto Rican goodbyes over here at the Nerds Around. <laughs> this has been your boy Sebastian, Bay Boy Law, your boy Tone from across the hall. And, and of course, last but not least, be Mac. See you Listen, next week, guys. 
Listen, we had to do a, a Puerto Rican divide goodbye on the on the Spider Verse episode. So we'll see you guys next week. La bendición, yo te bendiga. Drink your Malta. Happy Puerto Rican your Day. Your Spanish parade. accent is amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus, Christ. Jesus. Just talk regular, man. Yeah, please. <laughs> Three, oh my two. gosh. It just, I don't know, it's just not my cup of tea for some reason. I try to watch these shows and it's just like, I'm like mad about it. I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. We'll talk to you guys in two weeks.